Just another day. Another day till I hit the movies. I hit the movies, then I talk about them. When I talk about them, that's a movie Tuesday. Blockbusters, I'ma check them out. Audi flicks, I'ma hit them up. You got opinions, and I got opinions. What they got in common, they don't give a fuck. Hello, and welcome to Movie Tuesday. It is a podcast on the internet that talks about the latest news, trailers, and has spoiler-free discussions, all in the name of movies. I am back. I have made my triumphant return, and this time, I have brought a vengeance. Now, before we even get into introductions here, everybody knows who the fuck I am. Mm. And by everybody, I mean nobody. Mm. What am I calling you? What do you what do you go by? What's what's your what's your internet handle? Um, I'm Macho Man right now, but we can do CJ. <clears throat> it gonna, changes. You gonna do CJ? You can do CJ. Okay, you're gonna need to speak up here because you know, I mean, you don't need to shout, but I mean, this mic is pretty good when uh, it comes to like multiple people, but you know. Um. All right. Yeah. So before we get into the news, since you are my vengeance why don't we kind of like get to know you a little bit so you're probably one of the few people in the world that can hang with me as far as movies mm-hmm. whereas we don't just watch the movies mm-hmm. we're not simple simpletons we're not simpanzees as mm-hmm. i like to call them sheep we're not sheep exactly we mm-hmm. have that third eye and that third ear that mm-hmm. just peels back the layers of the onions that is movies. So, let's see. Favorite movie of all time. Ooh. Uh, I can give you one of my favorite movies of all time. That's what favorite movie, movie of hard. all time it's means. It's kind of hard. It's a, I have a lot of favorite movies. I can't just... You can't just pick one? I can pick one. Out of like... I don't know, like 10, maybe 15. I think we all have, like, lots of favorite movies, like multiples. But you're <laughs> saying you're saying that there's not one movie that puts it above all. It's all right if you change it, like, later on. I'm just saying, like, right now, have you ever gave any thought to your favorite movie of all time? <sighs> to not be long about it, I'm going to say Interception for right now. Inception? Mm, okay. Inception. I don't know why I said Inception. <laughs> Inception. We'll say that for right now. Because that's the one that came to mind. That was the one that, choice. when I watched it, I was like, hmm, I like movies. I've always, we always watch movies. You know, we've been watching movies forever. But um, Inception was the one I was like, yeah, yeah this is cool. I had to, you had to think about it a little more. Uh, made me a instant Christopher Christopher Nolan fan, uh, even though I did like Batman, and um, yeah, that's what I can think about right now. That's a very good choice. I myself, like, depending on what day you catch me on, Inception will make its way on the top of the list. But my usual go-to is Lord of War. Lord of War. Yeah, I've never seen that. <clears throat> Lord of War. Is it's pretty much Scarface, mm. but instead of drugs, mm. it's it's about gun running, mm. starring Nicolas Cage, mm. 
And uh, I pretty much base my life around that movie, just hmm. on that man's principles, just because he was doing some illegal shit. Right. And, you know, normally with movies where people, like, stumble into illegal shit and they can't stop because they're making so much money and they usually don't have a good reason to stop, it's right. always just like, well, you know, it's easy money, you know, I got to keep on doing it. Why would I stop? You know, right. I'll stop when I die. Whereas, like, Nicolas Cage's character in that movie, without giving any spoilers, is just that he was good at it. Right. You know? And he even, like, tried to do the straight and narrow thing, but at the end of the day, he went back to gun running because it was what he knew how to do. And not only did he know how to do it, he enjoyed Mm. doing it. He was, like, really, really good at it. Mm. And that's why he kept on doing it. And that's all I'll give you. But I definitely would recommend you watch Lord of War. And I, I guarantee... It would make your list. I shall put that on the rest of my watch list. Yeah, man. Good good movie. Good good performances. Really good score. You know, scores are very important in movies. So uh, They are. Yeah. Scarface is another one. I like Scarface too, though. Yeah. I don't know if I would say it's my all-time, but that's another good one. Yeah. It's just a very good... Just It's not even so much by the numbers. It's just everything <clears throat> around it. The setting. Uh, Al Pacino. Um, the score is everything. Mm. It's just good. It's just <clears throat> it's not long. It's not super long and winded to the point where you're like, all right, let's get it rolling. But it's long enough. <clears throat> you see the start, see the middle, see the end. You know, <clears throat> and it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, you can say things in between here, but overall, it's like a pretty solid movie. It's mm. another good one. Another mm. good one. Another one yeah. So yeah, that's that's one of them. Um, you want to just go ahead and run off some some top movies since you had a hard time picking your favorite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some of my mind. I got um. Well, let me do my favorites actually. That's why I just asked you. Oh, I thought you were saying top movies as in just in general. I'm talking about you. Um, I'm talking about your opinion. Well, Inception is one of them. Mm. Um. Hmm. I'd say Speed Racer. Mm-hmm. Speed Racer, for for all of that movie is, is exactly what it is. It's, it's full shenanigans. It goes all in into what it is. If you know about Speed Racer, you know that it's a cartoon, it's goofy. It's like, you know, it's about cars that can flip and do all types of stuff it's in the near future. You know, it's all crazy. And that movie literally goes full into it. They do everything from the setting to the world, the characters... All the goofy shenanigans with it, Pops, Pops Racer, Racer X, all of that stuff. The Everything. They went all into it. That's another good one I like. Um, I have one. Man of Steel. Mm. Man of Steel is one of my favorite superhero movies. Mm. And it's along the lines of that one. It's just between that one and Logan. Those are my favorites. Because not only do I don't really care about Superman like that. He, he's not... My favorite superhero, he's kind of a superhero. Mm-hmm. Dude is kind of boring. Him and Batman both. Batman's cooler than Superman, but... Batman is becoming overrated. He's becoming pretty overrated, dude. He's just a dick. Before, he was a dick, but he was a cool dick. He had his problems. Like, you sympathize with him. You don't, I don't sympathize with him no more. He's just kind of a dickhead. He's almost like he's Superman. I think that's what... No, don't... 
Hold on, dude. <laughs> I don't re- don't I compare Batman to Superman, okay? He's getting there, dude. I, I think I would say I would say Batman got a lot more interesting when they started leaning into the whole dickish aspect nah, of his dude. character. I, I beg to differ. I think him being just the orphan billionaire and then his parents, him having a tragic, you know, tragic uh, childhood and all of that. That was like, okay, you sympathize with him. You know, he's going around fighting crime. And then, you know, then they start getting to the whole thing. Then he start recruiting other orphans. You're like, oh, okay, that's cool. And he's like, I'm going to teach you how to break other people's bones and stuff. And you're like, uh, I, I think that dude just wants a place to live. And I'm going to teach him how to be a... Uh, Teach him how to be a criminal investigator and teach him how to break people's bones. Oh no, he's not good anymore? Oh, how could he? You did kind of kick, pick that kid up off the street. I mean, you know, you can only teach him so much. It's just, I don't even want to get into it. That's a whole nother discussion for another day. Right. That's besides the point. Man is still really good. Mm-hmm. It, it hones in on Superman. It hones in on Clark, mm-hmm. him growing up and you know being different. Uh, they show him from the beginning of him being a kid, learning how to control his powers, not being able to use them. You know, because his dad is like people when they know about you and they find out, they're not gonna know how to deal with you or treat you. And you know him knowing him being a kid and not understanding that, then him getting older, him being kind of like a uh, a, a band, not a bandit, but like a. Just kind of somebody that's just out. But um, going around trying to find himself, even though he's literally Superman. And it's almost as if he doesn't really become Superman until like the end of that movie. Mm. Which most people be like, God, that's boring. I don't want to see that. But it's the fact that they took, he, Zack Snyder took that time to show you how he became and tried to get into it. And he made mistakes. He, you know, spoilers, kill Zod. When, you know, most things is like most superheroes don't do that. Like, they showed a whole other side to him. They showed, like, a, a good side. Not so much a good side. They showed, like, a very vulnerable side of Superman. Now a human cool. side. A human side. Yeah, they did humanize him. Most media that does Superman doesn't do. He's just, you know, Clark with glasses. And when he takes the glasses off, he's Superman. And he can stop anything. He can stop anybody besides a bald dude that's really smart. Mm. You know? So, that that's cool. I like that movie. <clears throat> Um, Akira came to my head. Mm. It's also, I wouldn't necessarily call it one of my, one of the best or one of my favorite. It's one of my favorites for sure. The only, I have a lot of problems with that movie, but overall, that movie is, uh, it's long, but, uh, just everything that, that's a movie where it has the story and stuff and it's got the source material for you to dig in with the story and everything else. But uh, the world and setting of that, like that movie and everything they've done, like if it just once you get into that world and Neo Tokyo and everything that's going on, just everything, especially for the time it came out, it's just like crazy to mm. think that a lot of times I think whenever I'm watching like, wow, that's crazy. People personally took the time and personally animated this stuff like what we're looking at people animating like hand by hand. You know, even there was a slight bit of computers, but back then it wasn't, you know, as crazy as it is now. So it's like that movie is almost all setting almost. Mm. Like everything else kind of takes a backseat, in my opinion. But that movie is it's crazy. And that's another movie that goes completely insane. But it, it I'm all about, you're going to take a, a risk or take a, 
or go out left field, can commit to it. Yeah. I like when you commit to it. I like when you stick with it. That's why I like certain newer moves that have came out and have taken like risks and stuff. So mm. playing it safe is playing to safe. That's cool. But when you like want to go outfield and you commit to doing it and you don't like walk it back, like that's I'm a fan of that. So didn't that come out around the same time as Ghost in the Shell? I think so. so I think it did. Are you saying that Ghost in the Shell wasn't like fully hand drawn? It was. It was? I know it was. Okay. Well, I'm just saying because, you know, you're talking about them taking risks. I I think, like, back in those days, they didn't have any choice but to just hand draw everything. Yeah, true. I mean, but they still had a little bit of, uh, they could do a little bit of CGI and, you know, stop motion. Yeah. So, there was still little stuff they were doing because there was plenty of other movies that was doing CGI and stuff. It just wasn't that good. Uh But. Yeah, the ones that come to mind, well, the only one that comes to mind really is, like, uh, well, the Disney movies like Aladdin and Lion King, yeah. they had some CG stuff. Well, then like Toy, Toy Story came out in what, like early 90s? Well, that was just computer graphics, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, There's sure, sure. a difference. Yeah. So, only the ones I can think of, and the only one I just thought about real quick just now was RoboCop. Which one? First one. First Peter one. Weller? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you like new Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember it that much. Yeah. I remember when I watched it. It was okay. It, yeah. it, it literally was just RoboCop one. Yeah, and like, which is fine. It just had a new coat of paint on it with newer, you know. I that that's a movie where most people would be like, we didn't need that, and I agree. Mm-hmm. But I think it is kind of cool sometimes when we get movies like that, and you're like, what if it looked like? What if we use the technology we got now? Because those are the type of movies too that if we had that technology at the time, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that movie would have looked like it did. At, like the remake would. Mm-hmm. It would look like that. It would be like that. It would be crazy. It would be all the CGI. So I think I remember liking it. But uh, OG Robocop is cool. Yeah. It's just it's violent. And when you watch it too. It's another movie when you watch it. You're like this movie. It's like every other sci-fi movie in the beginning. And then that dude gets blasted through the window. Very violently. And then what's name gets blasted through. Like before he becomes RoboCop. Mm. You just kind of like, it takes like a complete like, like, um, not a turn, but it, uh, the mood of it just kind of changed. And you kind of like, it goes from like a regular sci-fi movie to kind of like this ultra violent kind of like, not satire either. It's kind of like, it's still make like it's almost making fun of certain things in there too. It's kind of weird. It's a weird movie too. Like, there was some satire in there. There's some crazy stuff in there. Yeah. But um, that's another good one I could think of. Those are probably the, the main ones I could think of. I can't think of any other good ones. That's good. Yeah. You got a nice, nice little round window of your tastes. Yeah. You know, I approve of your tastes. Yeah. So I think that'll do it as far as intros go. Yeah. So let's just go ahead and jump straight into the news. I'm not interested in the old. I'm only interested in the new. Give it to me in plural form. Wait, what are you talking about? Give me the news! All right. Who's starting? I don't have any. Wait, are we doing the news? Or We're doing the news. Um, you got all the news. I got you. Have, you don't have any news. I think I do. All right. I got old news, but we'll, we'll try and get through as quick as possible. So first, courtesy of IGN. Paramount is fiddling around with the idea 
of revamping the Transformers franchise again mm. with Beast Wars. Mm. You remember Beast Wars? I did not. You didn't watch know, Beast Wars? I know of Beast Wars. I did not watch Beast Wars. Beast Wars was the shit. Beast Wars, everybody that watched Beast Wars was like, Beast Wars was awesome. Yeah. But me being way, that being way past my time and being spoiled to everything now, Beast Wars looked nasty, dude. It looks nasty now, but back then, it was the shit. It That was the shit. Um, what was the other one? Space Troopers. Yeah, Space, Space Troopers, Troopers Roughnecks. That was the shit. Never heard of that. Uh, the, the VR mission, or not VR missions, the VR episodes and Johnny Quest and, or, yeah, the real adventures of Johnny Quest. Hmm. Those were the shit back then. But Beast Wars was a shit because now I can't fully remember exactly how it went because they still used Optimus Prime and Megatron in them. Mm. But they were animals. Mm. So but they were on a they were on a different planet. They were yeah. either on a different planet. They had to be on Earth. So maybe it was like a spin off. Were they on Earth? They had to be. Because they were because they were like real animals. They were yeah. you know, they I think Megatron was a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, he was. I think. Yeah, and then like Optimus Prime was a was a gorilla. I think his name was Optimus Primal. It was a shit. But um, yeah, it was pretty much Transformers again. Mm-hmm. Them just like in the middle of a battle, and they crash land on planet Earth, mm-hmm. and they do like the little scan, and like they scan like dinosaur bones and gorillas and uh, cheetahs and shit like that, mm-hmm. and they just did Transformer shit where they just fought over Energon. And uh, it was dope. Hmm. So if they're making a movie about it, I'm half excited because if they, I, I think they would do, they would have to do full CG. Hmm. And if they oh. do that, that'd be great because then we can not have to deal with human characters. Because right. I feel like that's what's been fucking up the Transformers, uh, the earlier movies, is that they put too much focus on the humans. Right. So, did you watch Bumblebee? I haven't yet. All right, so Bumblebee wasn't all that great, right. but I did like the beginning of it because cool. they went back to like the original design of the Transformers. Yeah, I, I mean, they that. were kind of updated for like modern age, but for the most part, they were hitting that that same kind of silhouette yeah. of the of their original designs. So I feel like if they could kind of like just borrow from what they did in that movie mm. into Beast Wars, they would at least look good. Right. I'm not saying a movie would be good, but at least they would look good. Uh, I mean, depending on who they get that... Well, all it is with most of these properties, like, if that person cares. If that person cares that's, like, behind it, mm-hmm. it, it'll definitely be a little better than what, you know, the other series was. Because, like, I could definitely see them still putting, especially depending on who it is, <clears throat> somehow, some way, finding a way for cavemen or humans to be in it or like the thing where they thought they were the only thing there and all of a sudden there's humans there that can barely talk or whatever yeah <clears throat> so they yeah. do the thing so like i don't know but <clears throat> i mean it seemed like it'd be kind of weird too so i'd be all kind of for it especially with them turning into animals i don't know that that just seems weird dude i'm too used to them turning into cars being all meadow and stuff see you think that until you see them and even then, it's like, so was there a gorilla chest on it, like, face? Like, I don't get it. Like, was his arms? How did they transform? Like, they were they were the actual animals. Right. So they transformed <laughs> into the actual animals. 
I think they had fur. This was like early CG days. But then they would transform into the robot forms and you'd see like the little cheetah legs on their back and shit like so. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's what I'm like. That's uh, kind of weird. But now, but now that I'm thinking about it, I don't understand like why they had to change in to, to animals because yeah, it was like there were no animals. humans from what I remember. The whole thing with the cars is they were like, well, we're giant ass robots right, so we, we don't want to freak people out so let's just be cars and, and airplanes. But like, if you crash onto a planet and it's just a bunch of animals and shit, it's like, yeah, why you, the fuck are you trying to be in disguise? Why you gotta put your hind legs in your back pocket? <laughs> like, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. You know what? Maybe maybe we don't need Beast Wars movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it sounds like we should stay away from Beast Wars. It sounds like you shouldn't revisit Beast Wars either. It sounds like you should leave it alone. To be well, it's, yeah, Beast it's Wars. still in the early stages. I'm sure <clears throat> as we speak, they're sitting in the Paramount offices getting paid a fuck ton mm-hmm. of money eating all kind of shrimps, dipping them in cocktail sauce, trying to figure out how to sell Beast Wars to the to the to to China. <laughs> Let's be honest, they're trying to sell it to China. <laughs> they are cuz apparently China just keeps watching movies and loving them. Yeah. Especially garbage that we keep producing. Well, we'll get to that in a bit. Until then, let's move on to the next bit of news. Mm. Still sticking with IGN. Real quick, Hans Zimmer has been confirmed to do the score for No Time to Die. That'd be cool. I like Hans Zimmer. Yeah. I, I love that man. I love the... That man's tight, dude. Yes. He's tight. Everything he's been in has been fire. I, I would go as far as say Hans Zimmer is probably the best musical or uh, best composer in the business. Yeah. Like, I'd put him over John Williams. Like, everybody, like jerks off to John Williams, but I feel like Hans Zimmer's the man. Because cause even when there's movies that aren't that great, and he's doing the score... I can hear his score, too. Yeah, it helps you enjoy it. Like, that's what happened with Dark Phoenix. I was to say, oh, he did Dark Phoenix? Yeah. And Dark Phoenix, honestly, Dark Phoenix score was actually pretty good. Yeah. Like, that was one of the main things I, I kept being like, hmm, I kind of like that look. He finds... There's something about the way he does certain scores. Mm. He, like, finds a perfect sound for the movie's that he does yeah like like inception has like you know its own sound mm-hmm. and then like sometimes not gonna lie you kind of hear like the same thing as some of his stuff he's it's it's the horns yeah yeah you, you would definitely hear certain things but like man is still i love it first of all i i think i even downloaded man is still's soundtrack on spotify to listen to it mm-hmm. because i love man is still's music in that uh, yeah in here I think Second. I think his best work was probably Interstellar though. Interstellar is really because he that's when he get like the little electronic tunes in there. Yeah, like it was pretty dope. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. So he's like he's done. He did the original Lion King, which I didn't know. Did he do um? <clears throat> did he do Mission Impossible, the recent one? I don't think he did. I'd have to check that vamp for a second while I looked that up. Because I could have swore he did because I remember it was either that or some other movie that I was listening to or when I was watching it. Like, that kind of sounds like Hans Zimmer a little bit. Because there's, there's certain things too. It's just the way he does certain things. I can I can kind of hear it. But um, Hans Zimmer is the GOAT, man. He, he's, he he's is amazing. the GOAT. <clears throat> he is amazing. He was another one that I kind of like picked up on as I was watching certain movies. And why uh, I started like Christopher Nolan more. 
Oh, yeah. Did, you, did you know he's not doing uh, Tenet? No? No. I don't know how I feel about that. Dude. I don't know how I feel about that either, because that was one of the reasons why I was excited for that movie, is I was like, yeah, dude, more Han Zimmer. Through the combo. But, um, um, yeah, he's not doing it Dunkirk was another good one because yep. of that score. Like, Dunkirk was... I was good because of the score alone. Apparently, he did, did Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible 2. 2. Okay, let me see here. Got Mission Impossible 2. Was he that? <laughs> he did Drop Zone. That's funny. Drop Zone. I never heard of Drop Zone. Uh, there was something. It had to be that. Excuse me. What was the most recent recent ones he'd done? It was probably Dark Phoenix. Uh, what did he Blade do Blade Runner. I still haven't seen Blade Runner. Oh, he did the new Lion King as well. Oh, oh. Jesus. Uh, he's doing Wonder Woman, which is weird because he said that uh, he wasn't doing superhero movies anymore after uh, Dark Phoenix. But mm. here we are with him movie. doing Wonder Woman 1984. But the best thing about this news is that, <clears throat> you know, I wasn't like too... I wasn't too excited for... Or I wasn't too satisfied with Spectre. Um, so my whole thing is that this new James Bond movie could go either way, but at the end of the day with Hans Zimmer doing the score, if the movie does not meet my expectations, at the very least, it will have a dope ass score. Oh, it definitely is going to sound good. Um, I am currently making my way through, uh, uh, the newer Bonds right now. I watched, is Casino Royale the first one? Yeah, with Daniel Craig. I watched Casino Royale. Uh, I got to get through Quantum of Solace and everything else, but um, <clears throat> I I know for I pretty much heard that everything past Quantum of Solace is kind of like whatever and kind of iffy. No, no. Skyfall. What's is... Skyfall? I hear it's like mixed about Skyfall. Like I've heard like oh I like Skyfall. Then I've heard. Eh. I mean I'm not going off of general population here. I'm going off of my own personal tastes. Yeah. And to me. Skyfall was not only the best Daniel Craig Bond movie, mm. I honestly, that's my favorite Bond movie of all of them. Hmm. So, hmm. Skyfall was dope. Hmm. And it's got a really nice title. It's nice. Skyfall is cool. Um, real powerful. We'll see. I'm still making my way through the Daniel Craig ones. I like them so far. Um, I watched maybe like one or two Pierce Brosnan ones. Uh, Pierce Brosnan was cool. Who's your favorite Bond? I besides Craig and Pro, uh, Brosman, I mean, those are the only ones I've seen. Oh. I wasn't there for all the rest of those. Are way past my time. <clears throat> I feel like you need to educate yourself and go watch older Bond movies. See, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Part of me doesn't want to because those movies. I know what they were doing with the whole like, like spy gadget, like. Like, the whole thing of, like, making fun of it, but being kind of cool at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the gadgets was kind of like the main thing almost at one point where it was like, what is Bond going to do next? What does he have under his sleeve? Oh, a car that can that can drive in the water. Whoa. You know, but, like, I feel like that was kind of a product of his time, and that's why it was cool. Because, like, and it's kind of grown, and that's why I kind of like Daniel Craig a little bit. Because it's gadgets, but also, like, especially, I'm only speaking from Casino Royale. Because that movie was, like... There was, like, a few gadgets, really, <clears throat> but a lot of it was him just beating up dudes, like, real crazy. Uh, a lot, of, it was, like, almost, like, real, it was it was just, like, a, a little more, like, grounded. 
So well, that was the thing is that Casino Royale was because that was the first Bond, right? Supposedly, because I think it started out as a TV show, and I think it was it was called Casino Royale, mm. and I think that was the first book. Mm. Oh, okay, but Casino Royale is is the Bond series being rebooted, right? And it was it was about showing him when he first becomes a double O and how right. he's just like really rough around the edges where he's always getting beat up and right. people be dying and shit be exploding and everything. And as the movies progress, like he becomes more and more of the bond that people know with Connery and, uh, uh, what's his face? God damn it. Connery, uh, it's a dude's name. Roger Moore. My bad. Yeah. With Connery, Roger Moore, and even like Brosnan where mm-hmm. it gets into more like kind of the, like cheesy hokey kind of thing right he's like cracking wise and all that shit right so you'll you'll see that as you continue to watch the uh the daniel craig movies so yeah, so far i mean this one um i'm 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 not excited but uh, i'm definitely down to like go see it, it looks pretty good it got remy malik in there yeah um so that's cool it's got um, fragile oh oh is that oh hmm I didn't even know that was her. She's in she's in Spectre as well, but huh. yeah. Um, new Double O looks kind of cool in there at least because I don't know if they're gonna. I highly doubt they're gonna continue with her. But uh, we'll I like, see. I like the whole thing that they did in there, even with the trailers of her being a new Double O and kind of being like, "You're kind of out, man. She's the new one." Like the rumor is that she's Double O Seven. Huh. I thought he was, or did he get denounced or whatever? Well, in 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 this new one. He's like retired, oh, okay. so the theory is that since he's been out, she's you need to fill in that the shoes of 007. Right. So, it, the rumor is that she's actually 007 and not just another 00 agent. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. Because there are other 00 agents, right? But for some reason, the rumor has been that she's actually 007, gotcha. which got people in a tizzy. Huh. Which I don't give a shit because like 007 is a code name. Right. As long as you're not trying to change James Bond the character into a woman or a black person. Right. I'm good. Right. Just make just keep him white. Oh yeah. Okay. You don't need to be yeah. taking all the white people shit. Okay. No. We need to come out with our new shit. Right. So. No, I don't care either. I think it's cool. Um. So yeah. Overall, I'm uh. We'll wait. We'll wait and see how that goes. Still making my way through those movies, but uh, overall, it looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to temper expectations. Cause yeah, I have no expectations. I was really, I was really geek for Spectre because they had my boy Christoph Waltz. Oh yeah. And like, um, man, I have to watch it again. I only seen it once. I have it on video. Was this the one that was supposed to be Bond Twenty Five? Yes. Okay. But okay. so far, it's it's shaping up. We got Remy Malik, you know. Uh, got Hans Zimmer doing the score. Mm-hmm. My girl Billie Eilish is doing the intro music, right, so that. that should be that. good. Mm-hmm. It's got it's got a lot of potential. Christoph so, Waltz is back. He's back. I don't know how back he is. He could mm-hmm. just be like Hannibal Lecter, where he just you know Bond stops in from time to time. Let's call it James. <laughs> Looking for Mister Robot, I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch the rest of those. So. <clears throat> See how it goes. Look pretty good though. That trailer is pretty good. Yeah. Now on to the last bit of news. The Oscars happened. Hmm. Now, did you watch the Oscars? I did not. 
I did what everybody else did on Twitter, which was just talk about them and see clips. You just looked up the winners. Probably that too. I don't even think I looked up all the winners. I know some of the winners. <clears throat> Do you know who got best picture? It's Parasite, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. You know who got best director? Uh, was it Taika Waititi? Nope. No. Was it him? Parasite director. Really? Bong, bong, what's his name? Bong Hoon. Bong Hu or Bong Ho. Bong Hoon. Bong. I'm going to fuck up his name. God damn it. I forgot to apologize for fucking up names too. <clears throat> I'm rusty. That's what happens when you're out of game for a while, man. You know, you just. You know. You, lo- you lose it. I mean, we people mess up regular names. Bong Joon Ho. Now. <clears throat> I did not watch the Oscars, but I did have my predictions, and uh, I did horrible this year. Mm-hmm. Last year, I think I was like 50-50 on my predictions. Mm-hmm. Like, if like even if I got it wrong, I got it right on which way they would lean, because you know it's all political shit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I did horrible this year. I got like four right out of like the 20-something categories. Um, I was just happy that my boy Brad Pitt got Best Supporting Actor for his role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, that was good. That was well-deserved. I heard yeah. that that was, like, his first Oscar ever, which really? is fucking bonkers, if that's true. That sounds... It's it's always people like him, Leo, where you're like, oh, yeah, that's their first one. Leo did not get Best Actor. They gave it to Joaquin, which I feel like we all saw that coming. Oh, yeah. But it's just... Joker was going to win something. It just much. sucks, dude, because this motherfucker won his first and only Oscar... For The Revenant. For the- and The Revenant is a great movie. It yeah. is an amazing movie. But he barely talks in the goddamn movie. Now think about Django, man. Think uh, about Titanic. Yeah. Think about... Uh, what was the other fucking... Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, man. To get it for if he did not get it for Wolf of Wall Street, it's like, y'all just need to shut that shit down. Because, like, what are we even doing here? Dude, it's... <clears throat> All that was, you know why he gave it to him for The Revenant? Because they were like, everybody was like, uh, why didn't Leo get it? Yeah, they and realized then, it fucked up. And then they were like, oh, we messed up. We didn't we didn't read the room. And it's like, y'all never read the room. Y'all just kind of do what y'all want to do or whoever's they, throwing out. They didn't money. read the room and they probably didn't even see the goddamn movie. Because that's what those pompous assholes do is they sit around eating their fucking shrimp cocktails, <laughs> dipping in their cocktail sauce, and it's like, ooh, who should get best actor? <laughs> and I wonder who won it. What 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 movie do we all like that no one's ever even heard of? We'll just give it to them. <laughs> I wonder who won it because it was probably something that didn't make any sense either. Yeah. That's usually what happens too. That and all that is, like I said, that just reminds me, dude, not to even get off too too, too much on the topic. It's literally just like when Kendrick was supposed to win for uh, Good Kid, Mad City at the Grammys, and they gave it to Macklemore, which you know whatever, but. And then they gave it to Kendrick later on for Damn, which a lot of people would tell you if they listened to Kendrick was a pretty good album, but he definitely should have won it for Good Kid, Mad City. Mm. So that was the same thing with like Leo. It's just like, why didn't he get it then? And then like, dude, Joker was good. Don't get me wrong. I like Joker. Would I have gave it to him? Who was the, who was the better actor overall? I don't know, man. Brad Pitt was pretty cool in that movie. It was real cool. Like, I think... If Brad Pitt wasn't on his shit in that movie... I don't think he was. It wouldn't have been as fun. Like, it just... It was just kind of like whatever, but... 
even with Leo, it's just Leo was also super cool. But then I'm not even gonna lie, Leo was kind of Leo in that movie though. Yeah. And like you would kind of expect that performance from Leo. Like if he had did any less, you kind of would have been like, kind of. I don't know. I, it could be one of the things too, where to be honest with you, like, like even I think we all kind of came to the conclusion that Leo was kind of past getting the Oscar at one point. Like it was kind of like, mm, whatever, dude. Like he just. He's just good. He's just that good of an actor. He almost doesn't even need it to like. I just, I, I liked his character in that movie because you were seeing an actor that that peaked. Yeah. Because he was like right in between where it was like he wasn't a big deal anymore, but he was still rep, uh, relevant enough to get work. Yeah. And it was just, you were seeing him like trying to survive. And then you went in, they went in even deeper with this character where it's like, He's not just, like, phoning shit in. Like, he's practicing his roles, man. He's taking it seriously. Like, he loves what he does and everything like that. Like, that was... It was just dope the way you follow that character around. Where it's like... I Like, how you say Leo was Leo in that movie. Mm. I feel like Joaquin was Joaquin in Joker. Well, my the only thing about this... I, I'm not too familiar with Joaquin. I think the only bit of Joaquin I have is Signs. Um, Besides Signs, I do not... I don't think I've seen too much Joaquin. I don't think I've seen any of a lot of his movies. I haven't seen her yet. Uh, her was all right. So he's a real me. versatile actor, but he's one of those like really weird kind of. I want to say I want to go as far as say method, except yeah. he's like uber method. Yeah. Like he's like he's probably around there with Christian Bale, except right. he's he's not about like throwing weight on. He's more or less right. like losing weight and shit. But he does like these really weird parts but i just i feel like in joker i don't really think he was doing anything out of the ordinary like even when he got cast as joker i was like yeah i was like that's a good choice i could i could see him pulling it off you yeah know? but i would have rather seen leo as joker i think overall leo probably should have took it but then that was i'm not even gonna lie though we kind of like saying how they didn't read the room on wolf of wall street with leo like if they didn't kind of give it anything to joker people would have did the same thing would have been like you guys know read the room joker should have won something because for some reason joker went a lot of people over like i said yeah. i thought it was pretty good it wasn't nothing for me to go that was amazing yeah but he's personally not even my favorite joker right now or uh iteration so i still like Heath ledger a little more than him so um i don't know that's okay it's all politics man what I wanted to get at is, uh, you know, Parasite, best movie. I'm still, I'm still like, I'm gonna be on that too. <clears throat> I'm like, I, I, I've thought for sure it would have went to Once Upon a Time. Yeah. I would. I even would have thought they would have picked Joker, honestly, because that was a big I talk around town too. Like that was also. I figured yeah. between Once Upon a Time and Joker, but I heard that for some reason, I'm not sure why, the Academy hates Quentin Tarantino. Which I I need to do some investigation on that because I feel like that's the person that you should love because well, Tarantino doesn't have any training. Yeah, he's just a dude that like really liked movies and started making them on his own, and he just like kept proving himself and getting a bigger and bigger budget. Yeah, and he's like kept that he's kept the same kind of like style of movie making throughout his career. Yeah. And he's never, like, overindulged, you know what I'm saying? He's only done nine movies. Mm -hmm. You know, he hasn't gotten, like, crazy with it like other people. It's, like, he really, like, 
puts a lot of tender love and care into his movies, and yeah. I figured the Academy would appreciate that. But I, it's something about him personally that they don't like. Well, it doesn't so. help too that his friend happens oh, yeah. to be what's his name. Yeah, that's true. Wilson, I forgot so. about that. Fuck. That's probably that low key is probably it. All right. And it's probably one of the things too, because like you already know how that old industry is. It's weird. There's one person that's like a really bad person, but then all of a sudden, oh, that person is friends with that guy and that guy and that guy. Yeah. And it's people that you didn't expect. And you, and then it's kind of the thing that everybody does where it's like, oh, by association, you might also kind of be weird and kind of like not a good person. Mm. Doesn't help that Tarantino doesn't have the best rap. But at the same time, honestly, his whole thing is more he's a weirdo than he is kind of a bad person, really. Yeah. But that and his usage of the N-word as much as he does, <laughs> which is whatever. Dude. Hey, man, you know, Walton know. Goggins, man, I, Walton Goggins lets the N-word fly out of his mouth, man. Like <laughs> like he says it when the cameras are off, know. you know, but he's still a good actor. Yeah. I just feel like I understand the Weinstein connection, but at the end of the day, I feel like if, if we're having an award ceremony about like the craft of movie making... At what point do we not just kind of put some things to the side and be like, yes, this person's a shitty person, but right. like, are we not allowed to reward them? Well, I don't know. Because then if they're, it, if they're like a rapist, you know. It's, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, it's a very gray area thing. Not on the. Not saying that he's a rapist. Yeah, I was going to say, just... not on that. <laughs> like, not, not on that. Let's, let's clarify that. Not that. But it's a very gray area thing. And it was probably one of the things, too, where it's just like the way the culture is and the way everything is and the way people are. And there's, you know, more outspoken people in the industry now, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, oh, you're glorifying this person. It's like, we're just trying to give them a reward. They had a really good movie, dude. Like, there's a lot of politics in this, but at the same time, there is people in there that's just like, that was a good movie. Let's give them an award for it. You know, so. Yeah. I I don't know. Well, Um, be that as it may. I'm still a little like on the fence on whether Parasite should have gotten that award. But the thing that I want to talk about with it is that the director, Bong Joon-ho, went up on stage, did the acceptance speech and all that, which I didn't watch the whole thing. But I saw the part where he had said, you know, if if like if people can just get over that little hurdle of subtitles, yeah. like you can open yourself up to like a whole wide array of, of really good movies and really interesting pieces. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, what do you think about that? Because me personally, he's right. He is right because no, right. I recently like discovered that shit the past like maybe five years or so where I exclusively did not watch anime. That wasn't English dub. Yeah. But like one, but there was like one anime that people just would not shut up about. I think it was My Hero Academia. They wouldn't shut up about it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking watch this shit, even though it's not English dub. And, you know, because everybody's talking highly of it. And I watched it and it it was good. Actually, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, My Hero. It was uh, Food Wars. Oh, Food Wars. But I was like, it was, it was good. I liked it. You know, it sucks that there's subtitles, but. Right. It's like that opened me up to where I was like, all right, so now that I've like broken that barrier, let me just go ahead and jump into some other shit that people have been speaking highly of. And then My Hero came in, then One Punch Man. Yeah. And like, but I wanted to ask your opinion on what do you feel about the whole subtitle and English dub? Like, what is your preference? Um, Like I always tell people for me, <clears throat> because for me, it's pretty much if I can get it in dub, 
if I can get it in English, if I can get it in a dub where I don't have to necessarily read subtitles, mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of go for it because I don't speak Japanese mm-hmm. and like I don't have no problem reading, but not going to lie, I would rather enjoy the whole thing for what it is and not read as much, mm-hmm. not going to lie, but that's one of the things, if I can get it in dub, I can get it dub. Mm-hmm. But if I can't, if I have to read it in or watch it in sub, I will. Yeah. So like an anime pretty much did that too for me where it was like <clears throat> I pretty sure I was watching stuff beforehand that was sub or movies but I didn't watch as many movies and sub or anything like that I, I never even there's some people that re, there's some people that watch regular TV shows with subtitles on and I always thought that was weird mm-hmm. because sometimes I was like well if you pay attention but then there is stuff you kind of miss yeah. so it's kind of like it's kind of weird but I think it was Attack was the first one too where I was like it was like everybody was talking about it and people wouldn't shut up about it. And I was like, okay, let me watch it. And then it was on Netflix and it was like only sub. I was like, all right. And then I started it. I really liked it. It grabbed my attention. And then I kept going. And I ended up finishing it in sub. And I was like, okay, that wasn't bad. And I re- that was like probably the first one too where I was like, oh, I can re- I can do the subtitle thing. This is not bad at all. I thought this is, it's jarring at first mm. for you to get, especially if you're not used to it. Because you are literally going down, up, down, up, kind of. Mm-hmm. But at one point, you keep watching certain animes or just keep doing it. It's this weird thing where you almost, like, fill in what's going on sometimes. Mm-hmm. Either from watching it or just reading. And, like, you almost, like, you can pretty much tell what's going on. So, um... I have this weird thing where if if I watch subbed anime for... Or, uh... Yeah, if I watch subtitled anime for long enough, I actually think they're talking English. Because I, cause I have a problem with reading where, like, obviously I know how to read, right. but my whole thing is, like, I get, like, way into it. So yeah. when I'm reading and I hear their voices, in my brain, it's, like, quickly remixing the, the like, words so that in my head I hear the, the Japanese voice yeah. or Korean, whatever fuck language it is. Mm. I hear that voice. And then it's like translated into English. Yeah. So like, there's stuff that I watched where I could have sworn it was it was an English mm. dub, but it was like, oh no, that was that, that was fucking was, uh, sub. Yeah. But like, my problem with the subtitles is like, for one, it's it's the whole like converting the voices, and then two, I get sleepy when I read. Yeah. And you put me in a movie theater with a two hour and twelve minute movie, yeah. and there's reading involved. It's like if there's any slow parts, dude, I'm gonna start to doze off. And I did kind of doze off in the beginning yeah. of Parasite. Mm. I didn't doze off, but I was getting there. <clears throat> and uh and that's my thing is that uh I prefer dub. I can I can like jump the hurdle and read sub if I have to. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like that was one of the reasons why it took me so long to see Parasite is because there was plenty of times where I was like Now's a good day to go to the movie and watch Parasite, but you know what? I'm tired and I don't really feel like reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like in one aspect, it is funny because everybody's doing the meme or like making fun of people that it's like, oh, Americans don't like to read. They gotta do this and that. Now there's a lot of people that's like, oh, I tried to watch Parasite, but I had to read, and it was mm. kind of like. So I do get what he's saying. Though. It's completely true. Like to be honest with you, in one aspect too, that he got it. Um, there's the aspect of like, yeah, I don't know if he necessarily should have won, you know, best movie or whatever, best picture, but, and one aspect is kind of like, well, this is kind of like maybe like going to open it up to more people because like now anything else that he brings out is going to bring attention to him mm-hmm. or cause he did something beforehand. Snowpiercer. Did he? 
He did Snowpiercer. I think there was something else he did, maybe, but I don't remember. The host. Um, I didn't see the host. But um, <clears throat> but there's there's and then like also with movies too. If you you know watch a lot of movies or know, there's a bunch of movies that you hear from people when they talk about them that like overseas. There's plenty of you know. Oh, this is a really good movie. This is a really good movie. Original Grudge is you know good. You know this was this beforehand. You know there's a lot of Japanese. Especially Japanese horror movies that pretty much like people over here was influenced by that and they either remade it or did it then. <clears throat> and a lot of times all you had to do was read subtitles. Mm. So <clears throat> I agree with him 100% though. There's definitely like <clears throat> that barrier that if most people, and honestly it's for a lot of things, but especially with movies and stuff, you just reach that barrier and kind of try it. You might like it, you know. And uh, like when we went to go see it, I ended up following it pretty decently. Like, mm. I didn't get lost, and I didn't feel at any point... Eh, there was maybe, like, a few points where I was kind of, like, not lost. I was kind of like, eh, what's going on? But that was the movie itself. Yeah. Uh, when it came to reading it, though, it wasn't too bad. But uh, it's definitely uh, it's definitely jarring. Like, I, when people say, like, I don't want to read the whole time, like, I'm like, I understand, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, I. there's no, like, oh, that's ignorant. No, you're just being lazy. It's kind of like, nah. You definitely do. And that's another thing, too, especially with anime. A lot of people would do the thing where they're like, oh, I only watch sub because, you know, uh, sometimes the translation and, you know, dub is kind of getting lost sometimes and you don't get everything completely. And it's like, I mean, unless somebody is cutting out a whole paragraph or something that's really essential to the story, I mean... Some loss in translation, that's going to happen regardless, even with almost perfect translation, you know? Yeah. Whether it was translated from here to overseas or overseas to here, you know, there's certain things that language barrier, there's language barrier, culture, you know, the culture barrier, there's certain things, slang, you know, every language has slang and stuff, so there's certain things that people are not going to get anyways regardless. Yeah. So it's kind of like, even I would always tell people like, you know, I get what you're saying, but it's kind of like... <clears throat> like some people don't want to read dude some people want to take in I'm the type of person where I want to take in all of the anime you know mm. so like I, I'm there a lot of times <clears throat> for the story and the art you know Yeah. so it's kind of like a lot of times you probably won't you know especially if you're not good at it you will definitely miss a lot of that stuff so yeah that's the problem I have too with the subtitles as well I'm glad you brought that up <clears throat> is like I'm actually like reading the subtitles yeah. And I'm missing all the shit happening on the screen. That's another reason why I'm like, nah, dude. Like, I just just give me my dubs. Right. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the shitty voiceovers over uh, reading. The funny thing too, a lot of times I tell people they'd be like, oh, the dub in that is horrible. Like, I, I I wasn't really trying to watch it, but somebody's like, the dub in JoJo is garbage. <laughs> and I was like, if you listen to the dub first and don't listen to anything else, you won't even know if it's trash. Yeah. You just think that person just sounds goofy. I've seen some JoJo, <clears throat> and I will say that the English dub is very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. The, the funny thing about that show is that almost helps it. The show is yeah. already bonkers, yeah. dude. So it's not like like um, it's not like Bebop or anything. And then there's certain shows anyways where when you do the thing where it's like, oh, the sub is better. There's certain shows where the dub is better. Yeah. I didn't hear Bebop is way better in dub. And most <clears> people have seen Bebop in dub. I know Samurai Champloo is another one where I haven't listened to the sub. I think I did once, but don't remember it. But, like, there's certain shows and uh, stuff that, like, the dub is way better than I think, the I, sub. I think it really depends on 
what you experience first, yeah. in my personal opinion. Because, like, there, there is... All the English dub stuff I've watched, <clears throat> I really haven't had a problem with it. There are a couple where, like, it makes me laugh with, like, the voice that they got. Yeah. But it's not to the point where, like, I can't watch I know, like, the ugh. fucking dub. Oh, I know. That's a little girl and it sounds like a man. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. Especially if you start out, and then there's the jarring ones where you start out in Dragon Ball, and then you go listen to Dragon Ball Super. Oh, yeah. You're like, who? Who yeah. voice is that? You're like, that's Goku. His voice has always been yeah, like sounds like a little old lady. You're like, there's always been some old lady? Like, yeah. You're like, uh, I think I'll stick with yeah. the English yeah, dub. Grilling. Yeah, grilling. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll stick with English dub Goku, dude. I'm, I'm good, man. But to end it. I will say this, just so people understand why I'm iffy on Parasite. As much as I enjoy that movie, it's a style that the movie does that I am really not sold on. And that's the style of where, like, it's a dark comedy, Mm. but sometimes they go a little too over in the fucking dark side. Yeah. Where they get, like, real serious. And then, like, in a split second they'll just get, like, goofy as fuck. Yeah. Like, where it's all over the place emotionally. Yeah. And, like, I have definitely come to realize that that is a a definite style that people have been incorporating into their work recently. Mm -hmm. Taika Waititi being one of them. Oh, definitely. And sometimes it works, but most times that doesn't work for me to where I'm like, I feel like that's just kind of poor focus mm. in a movie because it's like that's what a dark comedy is supposed to be where it's like you're you're hitting like serious subjects yeah. but you have like a, a comedic tone to it and it never like goes full-blown into a comedy it never goes like full-blown into a dark-ass movie it's just you see dark shit happening but it's in a comedic kind of way Great example i literally just thought about it i could have thought of a better example but pineapple express like that's a pretty much a comedy but there's a lot of if you think about that movie, there's a lot of dark stuff in there. It's kind of a dark comedy. There's people dying all through that movie. Somebody yeah, but that's that, no, nah, that's it's like different. a very violent like shootout at the end. That's different. That's that's an action comedy. Yeah. 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 Like that they, like they deliberately went for that. Yeah. Like yeah, that's true. it's yeah, that's it's true. I I know like the violence kind of comes out of nowhere like with how gratuitous that it is, yeah. but. I don't know. I don't. I don't think Pineapple Express ever really crosses that line. But like Parasite does this, and Thor Ragnarok does it. That was one of my biggest things with Thor Ragnarok. Is I was like, that movie is good by itself. Like it's an entertaining movie. Mm. I think it's really like funny. Yeah. But like in the overall like Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole, with like this consistent tone that they've kept, where it's like they're entertaining movies that never get like. Super serious, but they never get, like, flat-out goofy. Like, even Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't think, ever got, like, super fucking goofy outside of, like, a, ra- a walking raccoon. But it's really hard to explain. But there's no, something about the way they, like, turn on a dime it's consistency, really, on there. Too. Yeah, that's what it is. And, it's, I, and it's just my brain. Understandable. Because I, 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 too, have a... I don't have a complete problem with consistency. I just wish... That people would pay attention a little more to consistency. Yeah. Because it seems like that people kind of do the thing where they're doing something. If something works, they go onto that. It's like, instead of just staying on something. Even though I am a person where I actually like when certain movies take a turn. Mm. And they, because like, no spoiler for the movie or anything. But like, when the movie does start to turn a little bit. And it starts to go a little darker. Mm. I was kind of all for it. I was with it. 
And like you said too, it did flop around a lot. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like shakes you off a little bit. So I don't mind that. I actually kind of like when certain, but there's certain movies too where it doesn't work. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like you got to invest me in a movie too. You yeah. Know? You kind of like got to sell me on it. Cause like not every movie can do that. Cause uh, I know one movie that, um, the movie I kind of, I'm thinking about too is um, Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Where I didn't, when I first watched that movie, I didn't have the context of it being uh, a play on horror movies mm-hmm. and cliche horror movies and the whole thing of like, oh, you know, we got a company and we're just kind of like doing this for fun, mm-hmm. like entertainment. Look at this. We're going to put this. And when I watched it, I thought it was supposed to be a horror movie, horror movie. And so when I watched it, I was like, this is garbage. What is this? And I don't know how. I just didn't click onto it. And I was kind of yeah. like, this doesn't make any sense. And that movie takes a turn where it does the thing where it's a horror movie. Then it's like, guys, we're making fun of horror movies. Like, that's the thing. And I never clicked onto that. And I was kind of like, this doesn't make any sense to me. And it yeah. didn't make any sense to me. That's a tough one. Because I, I could have sworn that they revealed that, that not twist, but I could have sworn they revealed the whole like company running some kind of horror scenario in the in the trailer. I didn't see the trailer though. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, see that makes sense then. Yeah. I, I got didn't see you. the trailer. I, I think the only thing I knew about it was that pretty much like I was just like, Oh, it's another horror movie. Yeah. Like that was it. I don't think I seen the trailer. And actually if I'm not mistaken, we might have to go back and watch it. I think they were trying to keep it wraps. I think they pretty much did. And if I did, I think it was because it just was a horror movie. Mm. I think that whole thing of it being a whole satire on it was like a surprise too because mm. when it happens like you're kind of like huh you're like oh okay I get it but I remember not getting it at all and being like this movie is stupid I hate this <laughs> this is garbage what are they doing and I don't know why I didn't pick up on it but um like I said I, I agree too Parasite was good but I'm also kind of iffy on it winning best picture yeah I think if anything if it would have won best picture I think Quentin should have won best director though yeah, definitely. Because, definitely. Should I mean, be something there. overall, like to not give that movie any uh, credit was kind of like that movie kind of deserved it because that was just a solid, good, tight movie. Like, I mean, going back to the to the discussion of <laughs> are we rewarding people based off of their endeavors outside of movie making? It might have made more sense to give him best picture because in that way you're kind of rewarding the cast and the crew and mm. not just like the director. And then you could give the du- best director to, uh, Bong Joon-ho. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I do have one more movie news. Hmm. Cause I would like to know. Oh, fine. Um, the fuck was that? I don't know. You got some open on your listening? No. Anyway. Um, did you see that uh, they got shots of people filming uh, Matrix Four in California? No. Um, there's like a whole, <clears throat> there's like a whole little, just like a uh, behind the scenes, just like a whole scene going on from like building to building or something like that. But um, mm. Matrix Four, this says uh, what is the original Matrix Four movie trilogy may exist within Matrix Four world. So, which is like. <clears throat> I think the the I only have to see the last uh the last one in the trilogy. I seen uh is Reloaded the second one? Yes. You've I never seen, seen Revolution. Nope. You know why? 
Because it's the Godfather uh, thing that happened to me. Where I watched Godfather 1, I was like, this is fire. I like this. This is good. And then I watched 2, and I was like, 2 is even better. I don't know which one I like more, but I like this. Mm. And everybody was like, this, the third one is horrible. And I was like, well, how bad? And I was like, well, I'm going to still watch it. But everybody's like, it's almost like not even worth watching. And then as it went on, Matrix at this point is one of the things where people are like, it should have just stopped that one, dude. And I actually kind of like Reloaded. I like things in Reloaded. I like the things they introduce. There's a lot of stuff that don't make sense that I have to go back and rewatch. I like Reloaded, though. I didn't hate Reloading. I like I like the Matrix trilogy. I think they would have been good stopping at one, but I'm not mad that they did the let the next two. I like the I like the uh, Reloaded and Revolutions. I think that they could have did Revolutions better. It mm. was obviously rushed. Yeah, but for what it was, I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people hate those sequels, but people hate re- dude. People, I think people don't like Reloaded as much. It's like me where they're like. I don't like it reloaded as much, but there's some stuff in it. I like reloaded pretty much overall. And people are like, the third one is bad. It's garbage. I like I third like, one. Oh, okay. So I'm eventually get to it, but um Yeah, I don't know. I have the third one. I don't think it works though. Um what do you mean you don't think it works? Uh, I think the last time I tried to watch it, I think it got like scratched or I just got like a really bad disc, but I oh, think okay. it like kinda fucks up. Well if my stuff comes, I got like the trilogy disc or whatever. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I, and did they say this one was gonna be a sequel, a reboot? Because, remember, it was like, it's a reboot. Then it was like, Keanu Reeves is coming back. It sounds like it's a C-boot. Yeah, which, that's what also what it sounds like. If Keanu Reeves is coming back, it has to be a, some form of a sequel, kind of like how they do Star Wars, where the trilogies end but the next trilogy still picks up where the last one... Well, not exactly where it left off, but it's continuing from the last trilogy. And I feel like that's what this Matrix movie is going to be if Keanu Reeves is coming back. Yeah. And I won't say anything more because I just remember that you said you didn't watch Revolution. Yeah. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited, I guess. Keanu's back. That's cool. I like Matrix. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like, I kind of just got to wait and see when it comes. I will wait and see. Uh, I mean, honestly, knee jerk. I don't think there should be a Matrix 4, but I'll give the Wachowskis some credit. I don't know which one's doing this one, but I'll give them some credit because they at least tried their hand in that god-awful Jupiter Ascending I still gotta watch that movie. I still haven't seen that movie. You know, you think you need to watch it, but let me just tell you right now, you don't need to watch. I don't know, dude. It's a, it's another weird one. Like, uh, what is the one that recently came out from Luke Besson? That's uh, Anna. No, the one that's pretty much just, oh Valerian. Yeah, Valerian's all right. But it's kind of like like except I heard Jupiter Ascending's worse. Jupiter Ascending was trash. Like like I can tell you right now, Valerian was was okay. It right. could have been better. Right. But there is no like saving grace to Jupiter ascending. There just isn't. There's this weird thing too where and I don't know what it is. I, I think this is the reason another reason why people should just calm down sometimes and kinda like like when we say just like watch a, like sit down and watch the movie mm. and like 
some movies aren't just movies. Like, kind of like pick at them. It's kind of fun to do it. And also, you might learn something about the movie and what that person was trying to do. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people like the Wachowskis, like Christopher Nolan, that are trying to do a little bit more than give you a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, for some reason, now <clears throat> there's something where, like, people are like, Jupiter City is not good, but there's this, there's that, there's this, there's that. There's all this weird stuff. And I was like, they're like, it's almost, it's almost redeemable. And I'm like, okay. But I'm, look, man, I can't find any saving grace in Jupiter Ascending outside of it was something original, no. which I give him credit for that. I don't, at least I think it was original. I don't think it's from like a comic or something, but I, don't think so. I just, I understand that if it was original, you know, they're just trying to make the next Star Wars or the next Star Trek. And that's great, but doesn't change the fact that I think that shit fell flat on his face. Yeah, it probably did. Uh, and then the last one I had, the little small one, was just uh, keep popping back up. Justice League Snyder Cut trailer. Story release. Oh, Jesus. Season. And I just, I don't know why we want the Snyder Cut that bad. Because it's not like it's going to make the movie any different. Because the movie still wasn't that good. What can the Snyder Cut really do that would make that movie plausible? And then, then what? We get it and that's it. Okay, it is better than the original. Then what? We're kind of done with Snyder's verse. Like, we're kind of moving on from there, as we see. Are we? I mean... Are we? I don't know. Well, we're getting another Batman. They're moving on to another Batman. No, that's different. That's that's not Snyder's Batman. That's I'm, not. I'm, I'm talking specifically about Wonder Woman. I'm talking about Harley Quinn, which we'll talk about later. And I'm talking about Suicide Squad. Where it's like, they are clearly they re- re- an Aquaman. They reboot in Suicide Squad, though. I know, but they still are going to have some people from the first movie. Really? Yeah. So, so oh, yeah, you yeah. understand. There's yeah. a difference between a reboot and a remake. Yeah. A remake is when you are actually, like, remaking shit. A yeah, reboot, yeah. Yeah. you're just, you could take, like, the old shit and just, like, make it new again, like Star Wars did. Like, Star Wars, the sequel trilogy is pretty much a reboot yeah, of the franchise. Is. Just like uh, the prequel trilogy was a reboot to the original movies, right. you know? So, it's just, they're, they're like, they're making it relevant again, or at least trying to. <clears throat> I just, I don't, we're done, dude. And then that's another thing, we, we don't even know if we want, they don't even know if they want Superman back. They keep doing the thing where they're like, we want Henry Cavill back, and they're like, Nah, we're not gonna do a Superman thing. And I'm like, first of all, if y'all didn't make a Superman, if y'all didn't make another Superman movie by then, y'all not gonna make another Superman movie with Henry Cavill, dude. Just let him go. Pick another Superman. I like him. I keep saying, I already said this about DC, anyways. They should have stopped doing the Marvel thing a long time ago, and did their <clears> own <throat> films, and did it to where I thought it would have been cool, like they're doing a Batman thing right now with Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. I always thought it'd be cool if they were doing things like, all right, so we're gonna adapt Doom. Uh, we're going to do Batman Doom, and our Batman is going to be Robert Pattinson in this one. And we're going to have, you know, Henry Cavill be Superman. We're going to have this person be that person. We're going to have this person be Green Lantern. And then, like, all right, so we're going to do Under the Red Hood. We're going to do this person for another Batman. We're going to have um, Ben Affleck for this Batman. Like, each time they would do a, a different movie or, like, adapt another comic or something. Mm. Or, like, if they did Killing Joke. Oh, we're gonna cast this person as Batman, and kind of like give us different movies, but different kind of like either stories or settings like with different people, yeah. and kind of shake it up almost. And like maybe we get like one where it's like, oh, you know, we liked Doom. Let's get 
Robert Pattinson is Batman again in a second Doom sequel or in another one. You want them to not be so beholden to the shared universe. Yeah. Like, okay. I kind of wanted them to go crazy. Yeah. I kind of wanted them to do, <clears throat> because I personally think, uh, uh, and they've showed it with the animated movies, I kind of wanted them to do, like, how they do it in animated movies, where the animated movies literally be like, we're going to tackle Killing Joke in this one, and it's just Killing Joke. Yeah. And so, except you do that where, okay, Killing Joke, we're going to have Joaquin as the Joker in this one. And then it's like, okay, we're going to do, um, you know, Court of Owls. And it's like, all right, well, in Court of Owls, we're going to have this person. Or we do Flashpoint. All right, we got Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman in this one. Yeah, like I'd be that. down for them to do that. And I was like, that, that I I was always hoping they were going to do that. Either that or they were going to do the thing where they were going to do it the right way and give us Superman 2 movie, do Wonder Woman, but they didn't. They went all out and was like, we got to get Justice League going because they wanted to do the whole thing where they wanted... And I think wasn't Justice League going against... Um, no, that was Batman v Superman. That was going against Civil War at yeah. the time. And it was like, why? Why? And it ended up not being that good anyways. I think I think they're going that route because, you know, they're still doing the Snyderverse movies with Wonder Woman and Aquaman. But then they're also stretching out and doing movies like Joker. Yeah. And now they got this Batman movie. And I hope they continue to do that. Yeah. But now everything I think is kind of like, the industry is kind of like, well, we got a Morbius movie. That's because the Morbius movie is going to tie into um, Venom 2. It's well, like, that's that's just to? that's just Sony, like everybody else, like even Universal did it. They're just trying to cash in on what Marvel's doing. Sony's at least being smart and trying to get in with Marvel, which yeah. honestly I think is kind of too late. I mean, we'll see how it goes, but I have I have a feeling that the MCU is going to kind of dip now that like oh, definitely Downey's out. Evans is out, and whether they return or not, like down the line, the fact of the matter is that for now they're out. Yeah. And I, I, I'm really excited to see how those movies do, knowing that you're not building up to an Avengers movie where Iron Man and Captain America are in there. So it's yeah. going to be interesting to see how the MCU pans out without their golden childs. Yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> I think but, they should just stop at this point, though. Real quick, since we we're talking about the Batman thing, I completely forgot about that. Your thoughts on the Robert Pattinson Batman outfit? Uh, I think he's cool. Uh, I like the. I just found out about the whole his bat uh, symbol being the gun uh, that murdered his parents or whatever. I thought that was cool too. I thought that was cool. That's apparently from another comic or something like but some source. But then I almost threw up in my mouth because I was like, "We're gonna have to watch his fucking parents die." For like the hundredth time, nah, those stupid <laughs> pearls. <laughs> I think they're going to pull the Spider-Man and be like... No, no. I think they are. Nope. Let me tell you something right now. I'm tired of you motherfuckers comparing Batman's parents to Uncle Ben. No, Let's no. Let's do the tally right now. No, how many I'm times have you seen that. Uncle Ben die on screen? And how many times have you seen Batman's parents die on screen? How many times have you seen? We've seen Ben die, what? It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> because fucking the Waynes beat him out. 10 to 1, baby. They do. So, wait, we got... <laughs> you Nolan, got 89 Batman. 89 Batman. Uh, you got Batman Forever. I can't remember if they did in Returns, but you got Batman Forever. Uh, you got... Nolan. Did they do it in Batman and Robin? God damn, I can't remember. I don't remember either. You got You got Nolan for sure. So, that's already, that's they already did tied. In, did they do it in Batman v Superman? They did it in Batman v Superman. That's how it opened. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, you got Joker now. Unrelated, but they did it in Gotham. <laughs> Tony, man, we ain't even, even if you even if you counted the TV shows, I guarantee you the Wayne still beat out Uncle Ben. They do. So I don't want to hear no shit. But that was the one thing about Spider-Man where it was like, we see Uncle Ben die already. We want to see him die. And then by like this one, they were like, it was. They didn't even say Ben died. It was just like, yeah, we miss Ben. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was good. That was good. So hopefully, I I don't know either. But then again, Matt Reeves seemed like he probably want he want the full Batman experience. He's showing his parents. He wants you to dude. feel Robert Pattinson's Batman. He's showing his he parents. He has died. his he has his parents' gun in the middle on his bat chest. Oh my God! Don't you just want to <clears throat> cry? Don't you just feel for him? At the at the very least, you'll get a scene where like Bruce Wayne turns around his chair and looks at the suit and he sees a symbol and he just zooms in. And you'll hear the fucking pearls drop. <laughs> like you, yeah, you'll hear his, you'll hear his mom down, scream. You're like, Bruce, no! Then you'll hear the pearls like, <laughs> at the very least, that's what he'll do. Because yeah, even he has to be aware of he watching his to. parents die over and over again. So he he's like, guys, let me just do a little bit. Like, oh. I don't know why everybody has such a hard on for that scene, too. It's like, dog, we've seen it in everything. <laughs> They've done it in every... It's not even, like, a very iconic death. It's like, dog, we are just... I was just watching Godfather. Why we can't just recreate, uh, what's the name, constantly dying up in the in the tomato yard with his grandson? <laughs> that was more iconic than, what's the name, <laughs> parents dying in the alley. That was horrible, dog. Like... Dog died up in the, in the tomato yard with his grandson that was playing with him. And they want to keep recreating the junkie that came up and shot Thomas and Martha that was like, we not finna, we finna take this back alleyway at 11 o'clock at night and, you know, go to the... And then I was like, where are y'all even going? Like, why were y'all just in a back... I wouldn't go to a back alley. Like, come on, dog. So, I don't know. <clears throat> Hopefully they stop doing that. But... Just lead it. Just lead a Snyder cut. Either bring it out or not. And if they are, somebody was saying that they they would it would make sense if they brought it out on the uh, DC. Oh no, not the DC app. Um, DC yeah, Universe. The DC app. Um, and bring it out on there. It was either that or something else that they were talking about. No, don't. No, I. We'll talk about it later. But the fanboys got what they wanted with Sonic. All right. And let's just close on that because we're we're running long. So that that would do it for the news. We got to get into the trailers. You got any trailers to talk about? Because I only got to talk about one trailer. Uh, no. Good. What does a gold medal sprinter and a semi-truck have in common? Trailers. Oh, there was that weird... Have you seen the trailer for that Hunt movie? No, I haven't seen it yet. Watch that. It's kind of weird. I uh, will. May, maybe we'll watch that one. That's the only one I got. Because I just saw it today earlier downstairs, and it was kind of weird, because I was like, what is this movie? We don't have time. We got we got to talk about one trailer and one trailer only. Oh, okay. We I, don't, I don't want Hunt to overshadow this. <laughs> <laughs> Fast and Furious 9. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, never mind, then. I don't care about any of the trailer. That's all you had to say. All right. So, we it's saw amazing. the trailer. Now... Here's what I got from this trailer. <laughs> <clears throat> this is what I want to know. I want your I want your takes on this. Mm-hmm. Is Han alive or is that his twin? That's one hundred. He's one hundred percent alive. I could see the twin thing. I could. I think the twin thing is the only thing that's gonna save him in this movie. Because let's be honest, 
I understand that Fast and Furious has now dipped into let's just get bizarre, let's just get crazy, just go with it. There's no excuse, okay? That motherfucker died. He did. He was in that car, <laughs> upside down, he could barely move, and Jason Statham tossed a grenade in the car and walked off and it blew up. You're telling me that when he was like, oh, oh, he saw the fucking grenade and he just like <laughs> let the adrenaline kick back in. He was like, oh fuck. And he jumped out real quick. You're telling me that somebody came up and dragged him out of that car before the grenade exploded? The only thing they could do in that, honestly, the twin thing's horrible because thinking about it, then they got to do the thing where it's like, well, I'm not Han, guys. And it's like, but you, you know, you look, I know I look like Han, but I'm not Han. It's like, well, can you at least drift like Han? Of course I can. <laughs> I it, taught it, Han how to drift. And you didn't be like, no, so no just, dude, you gotta do like Fast and Furious. He was like, can you drift like Han can? And then you do a close-up on his face when he smirks. And I mean, then it just cuts to the car. Like, I know, right? And then everybody's like, well, of course he can. He's like, what do you think taught Han how to drift? Yeah. I did. And yeah. like, ha, 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 ha. Of course you did, man. Of course you did. So you're calling it right now. You're saying that that's Han. Uh, that is Han. They're going to do... I'm going to call this right now. They're going to do the thing where either two things... They can either get real... I don't know. I'm not even going to lie. I don't know what they can do to redeem his death. I really don't. He should have just died right then and there. It was cool. All right? He was a cool <coughs> character. I get it. Everybody misses him. Everybody missed Tokyo Drift. We're not getting Tokyo Drift no more. Leave it alone. We're past that. Okay? It was a good movie. All right? It's the last probably legitimate good Fast <coughs> and Furious in that street racing uh saga um they're gonna i the only thing i can see them doing the thing where he did blow up and it's just like i just woke up in a hospital bed after years and i was still alive he doesn't have any burns man <laughs> he, don't. he doesn't have any burns he don't. on his face he don't what, what's he gonna do open up his shirt and just show off his fucking oh yeah you know, <laughs> they took some skin off my thighs i don't know put man, on I my can, they can just do the thing where you're like hey man Technology is miraculous, man. We got all this, you know, technology with doctors and stuff. And I'd be like, Psh. I'm calling it right now. That's his twin. And they're going to do some shit where they're going to go back to Tokyo Drift and show how, like, they switched places that would be so Han could get away. And his, like, like, that's what they'll do. If it is Han, they're going to do some shit where they're going to go back to uh, Tokyo Drift. And, like, when they were running from DK and his boys... Somehow they switched places, and he was like, "Huh, you gotta go, man. You you know you got a family. You got a family to take care of. Just get out of here and lay low until things are clear." He's like, "Okay." And he's gonna fucking get in the car, and he's gonna drift out, and then he's gonna flip and get hit by the car, and Jason Statham's gonna blow it up, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, but I'm not done." And he's gonna blow up, and then fucking Han's gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm fucking back, bitches. That was my twin brother. I'm fucking going after Shaw." I heard you motherfuckers were cool with him now and talking about he's family. Y'all a bunch of bitch-ass motherfuckers. Like, that's, I swear, that's what needs to happen. I don't know. That's the it. only way I will accept them bringing Han back if that is Han Han. I really don't even know how they can. I'm just, <laughs> honestly, I'm just going to wait for Nuna to tell me how they did it, dude. Because I, I, I don't know. Now. I don't know, man. On the subject of siblings. John Cena is, is his character is supposedly Dom's brother. Oh, amazing. So, Beautiful. are we saying that this is a biological brother, or are we saying this is a foster brother? He's definitely going to be a foster brother. Okay. And they grew up, and, you know, Cena was the straight, you know, good Samaritan. He was the good brother. He was, uh, you know, I got picked up off the streets. I know how it was, you know, not having a family. Mm. And, you know, 
I just want to be a good guy in all of this. And Dom was like, that's cool and all, but I'm street racing with my bros, man. I got this cool car, you know, I rob, you know, we out here street racing and stuff. He's going to be the bad brother. Mm. And then they're going to do the thing where <clears throat> they either had a fight or they're going to do something where stupid where, I don't know, maybe they got caught up in like a thing where maybe he or maybe maybe they were together in the street racing thing. And then Cena gets caught or dies, and he's like, I thought you died. It's like, nah, man. I not only died, but then I went over to the wall because I saw what you guys were doing, and that was ignorant. I didn't like that. I thought that was trash. You're a scum. And then they're going to do But Cena's a bad guy. He is. But, well, yeah, that is true. Yeah, he's working with Charlize. Yeah, but you can, I don't know, you can just turn that around, though, you know? I don't know. It better be his foster brother. It's definitely going to be his foster brother. It's the only way I'll accept it. Or, like we were talking about before, where they're going to do the thing like, you racist piece of garbage. That is his real brother. And you're like, can't be. His mom can't be white? It could be his half-brother. I'll accept half-brother. They're going to do that, man. But they can do that. But here's the thing. If you're trying to do this whole family thing and trying to put Dom in a situation where he's got to put, he's got to choose between his car family and his family <laughs> family, family, it's family. like... I feel like the choice is obvious because you're going to pick the car family because we've never heard you talk about this fucking brother that you grew up with, apparently. Like, y'all got all this history and shit. So that's why I'm saying it needs to be a foster brother and not this half-brother bullshit because the way that they, like, beefing with each other, they're trying to make it seem like these dudes grew up with each other. Like, your, your fucking dad banged my mom, and, and that's oh, why we're brothers, half-brothers, and, you know. It's like, you're going to... They're going to do the classic, we were, you know, I rode with you for the one time, and when I did, I either got ratted out, or I died in a horrible mess, and somehow I'm still alive, and, oh, you know, they trained me to bring you down, man, I saw what you were doing, and bam, I gotta come get you now, now I gotta take you out, you're dangerous, but remember, he's also, or he taught Dom everything, because remember, he, he is faster than Dom, he drives better than Tom. He has military experience. He has car experience. <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm excited, though, man. I don't know if excited is the word I would use. I'm excited, man. <laughs> You're going to do it. Last thing. So, at the end of the trailer, uh, <laughs> when, the, when the fucking jet <laughs> catches the car in midair. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? I've been giving that part shit, but I'll, I'll say this. It makes sense if it's Charlize Theron flying the plane because, like, you know, she's this pro hacker, and I, I think they said that she was a pilot in the last movie. So, like, let's just say she has the capability to make all the electronic cars chase after Dom Walking Dead style. Right. I can believe her programming a plane to be like, oh, yeah, catch this that. fucking car in midair going at this velocity and all this other shit. Right. I, can, I can wrap my head around that. Right. What I refuse to wrap my head around <laughs> is that this motherfucker is going to drive his car into a broken ass bridge and just get lucky enough to hook the fucking whatever piece of shrapnel was left on that rope into his rim and swing him across this big-ass gap, and you want me to believe that that car is actually going to fucking land on the street, and maybe he'll, like, spin around a bit or swerve, nah, and then keep on pursuing this jet, the the this fucking jet, 
this charger that's so souped up that even all the Nas in the world pumping through it couldn't get it to catch up to a goddamn jet. That car better wreck, okay? I want that car to fucking wreck. Nah, it's not, man. Letty's in here. I don't give a shit. It's gonna wreck, and he's gonna be like, fuck, they got away. I don't know what I was thinking when I fucking flung the car <laughs> across, this, like, I'm, across this fucking can. I have nothing to say about that part, dude. I think it's beautiful. I didn't know they can go any farther than that. And when I saw it, I was like, this is, this is amazing, dude. I don't even know what that board meeting is like. And who is coming up with this? It can't be the people. It's, it's Vin Diesel. It's Vin Diesel at this point. It's Vin Diesel. And I think it's amazing. Because Vin Diesel, you got to remember, is a big ass geek. He is. He is a dork. big fucking geek. And I could totally see him sitting in the goddamn conference room. Guys, guys, let's like, just fucking swing the car along the thing. It's amazing, dude. <laughs> I have nothing to say about that part. I don't know. It just, it's just beautiful, man. That car better wreck. The car better wreck. That car is 100% going to land on the side of the mountain. They're going <laughs> to drive it up the mountain onto a street. And then they're going to hit like a car, a Pinto. Or they're going to hit like some Prius. And then they're going to wreck. And gonna be like, as oh, long as that car does not make it to whatever destination it's making it to. And they continue to drive. Because then you got to think, what's going on with the hook, man? That's, well, that's in the rim. How's he getting it off? Well, what if they do the thing where, uh, like how they explained the Chargers when they were dragging the uh, bank ball, where they're like, it's all souped up. We got military grade wheels on it. We got military grade. We got specially uh, military, um, you know, special forces. No. Uh, making these cars specifically for you guys. No. <clears throat> what because, because even if you took a, a fucking big ass chunk of steel. The same size as that car and flung it across the 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 canyon like that. <laughs> it's still wrecking. All right, it's still wrecking. It ain't moving anymore. You gotta remember, these are machines. These are engines. There's nuts and bolts. Okay, and there's a little thing called gravity. There's a little thing called G force. There's there's uh there what what else is there? There's there's uh trigonometry. Not in the fast weight, universe. All this shit. Okay. Not in the fast universe, man. Han is alive. <clears throat> Han is alive. John Cena is Dom's brother, and we got cars getting attached to planes. I'm all for it. Most anticipated movie of the year. Hands down. I'm excited. Can't wait. Man, fuck this. We're going to movies. Jeez, I can't believe you just said this shit. The purpose of the twist is that you're not supposed to see it coming. When someone says that there's a twist in the movie, they're not exactly spoiling it. They're just dampening the effect of the twist. You're supposed to go in there not knowing what to expect, enjoying the movie for what it is, letting all the little nuggets to the twist fly over your head so that when the twist does happen, you get the effect of, oh my God, I didn't see that coming. Instead of, ah, that was a twist that I was looking for this entire time. Starting number one, bad boys for life. And remember, the E in life is a three. Ugh. Is it? I mean, when when they first uh, show the the scripts, the script books in the spine of the book, it said mm. "Bad Boys for Life," and the and the E was a three. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool," because because like I was I, I kept for the longest because I knew because this movie I knew it was gonna be called for life, and then the next one's called Bad Boys Forever. And I was like, I feel like I feel like the the I feel like 
I don't know. Why didn't we just do Bad Boys 3? I feel like Bad Boys for Life should have just been the last movie or something, you know? Because it's like, I it's mean, for life. Yeah. But I mean, Forever doesn't sound bad, too, for 4, but well, you know why what they're gonna do? Bad Boys 3? With Bad Boys Forever, you know the F is going to be a 4. <laughs> the F, the O, it's and the R. It's definitely going to be, yep. Because it's going to be Forever. Yeah. Anyway. Don't get me wrong, Bad Boys 3 doesn't bring as much, but it should just be Bad Boys 3, dude. Bad Boys for Life. Or Bad Boys Three, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, that would have that would have worked. Somebody in board was like, "That's too much. People will not get that." And be like, "Dog, people know how to read. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> bad Boys Three, Bad Boys for Life. It's not hard, dude." All right, what did you think about the movie? Um, I liked it. Um, you see was, the other ones? I, I did. I seen one and two. I've seen more of two than one, mm. so I don't remember one as much, so I gotta rewatch one. So you didn't watch all of one? I don't think so. No. Oh. And if I did, I don't remember it. Mm. <clears throat> but uh, it's been on TV, like, they just constantly show it. It's like on TV like every other day, pretty much, so it's kind of hard not to watch it again. Mm. But um, I liked it. <clears throat> um, it's actually better than what I thought it was gonna be. Um... See what I got. I got um, I like the continuation of the story. Yeah, I like how I just picked up. They're like a little older. They've been they still bad boys. Mm-hmm. They've been doing what they've been doing. Um, everybody's still there. They're getting older. Martin Lawrence character is still like, I'm kind of tired of this dude. Kind of tired of this. I said I was gonna you know do it a few more years, but I'm getting there. Like. I think we should stop. I well, in the this... second one, he wanted to transfer. Right. Oh, yeah. Because he, was, right. he, he was tired of <clears throat> Mike Lowry doing well, all his action cops. I thought he was just, yeah, I thought he was just tired of almost killing himself every day, basically. Yeah, he was tired of, of Mike Lowry throwing himself into all these gunfights and things and almost getting him killed. So he wanted to transfer, but then he ended up staying. Right. Yeah. That was so, in the second one. That was cool. Continuation of that. And then, you know, like, the whole thing it was just like, all right, I think we're done now, dude. We didn't done this forever. There's a whole other thing of cops coming through. Mm. We've, we're bad boys. We've done everything. I think it's time to chill out. I got, you know, family. I got a grandchild or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think we should chill out. So that was a good continuation. And then Mike Lowry was still Mike Lowry. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, nope. Now, well, the real question is, we're not spoiling anything for this, right? No, we're not. So... Mike Lowry was like Mike Lowry was Mike Lowry. Will Smith was Will Smith. Um, <clears throat> I also got uh, the chemistry between them two were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I also didn't feel like because you know Martin Lawrence whole thing is he's been out of movies for forever, and I thought that Martin Lawrence was gonna be a little, you know, kind of like mm, it's kind of lacking. Not really. He was still what's the name like. Yeah, I thought there was a couple of deliveries where they could have did a couple more takes, but for the most part, like, I mean, like, dialogue-wise, it seemed like he was a little out of it. A little bit, but it wasn't, I mean, his beat was kind of the same beat, like, it's been throughout the other movies. Yeah. He kind of, like, plays off of what he does, you know? Well, that that was what I liked about the movie, too. Like you said, the the continuation, because they did that with the previous one where... However long it was between the first and second one was how long it was in the movie. Mm. And I think they did the same thing in this one. And I like that because it kind of goes with them getting older. Yeah. So I 
the way like Martin Lawrence, like I I thought he did the action pretty well. Yeah. But it was. but they weren't doing the action like where it was unbelievable. Where it's like they were cognizant of these dudes are older now. And yeah. maybe they can still, maybe they still got some moves, but at the end of the day, it's like they can't move like they used to in, in one and two. Nah, <clears> I mean, <throat> not spoiling anything, Mike Lowry was kind of doing a little more than what I expected him to do. Like, there was a few things that he did and a few scenes where I was like, I didn't see you doing that, but you're still kind of a little older, dude. Like, you still doing all of that? Like, Yeah, did, but it works out. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he did kind of. It's Mike I mean, Lowry. Man, it's my loud. It, it still makes sense. So it wasn't real crazy to the point where he did something, and I was like, Pfft. "All yeah. right, dog." Like it was, it was over top action. Yeah. But I just felt like they were cognizant of, "Hey, this is still real life. This ain't Fast and Furious." Where you know, I mean, we'll we'll do the whole we're racing down the street with a bunch of people shooting at us, and somehow no bullet is even grazing <laughs> our ass. Like, goes through the seat. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm down for that. Like, I can wrap my head around that, but they didn't get, like, too crazy with it where they're just flipping all over the goddamn place. Yeah. Um, I like... you Now, you didn't like this part. I like the fucking Task Force in the movie. The yeah. ammo. Task Force is cool. It's just... I don't know, dude. <clears throat> it, like... You brought it up, too, that it was the same thing in 2, where they had the narcotics group, too. But, like, even then, it was, like... I, I get it. The whole thing, too, in 2 and stuff was, like, Miami, narcotics. Like, it was at an all-time high. Mm. And it wasn't just dudes selling coke, you know, by the boatload. It wasn't, like... It, it was... It wasn't, like, Scarface, almost, where they were just selling a lot of coke, and there was just people at the top of it. Mm. It was straight up, like street gangs but then there was also like these street gangs wasn't just a regular street gang they had souped up muscle cars with <laughs> millions of dollars put into them but that's also because they're running empires there's empires there's you know you talking about three yeah oh, okay. well, two and three oh. like how two also had like because remember how two also kind of had like drug lords yeah but their drug lords was like <clears throat> these dudes had millions of dollars they mm. had people in their pocket. I mean, it was kind of the same thing as, like, Scarface. Almost, like. Well... But it was like, I get why the task force was extreme, though. Because we were in the beginning of two. There's that whole beginning shootout scene. Yeah. And then that also... Well, no, that was... Oh, well, that was a claim. Well, see, you gotta remember, and this is why I like the task force, specifically in three, is that... In, in the second movie, it was made... I mean, it was a group of them, but they mainly focused on... Mike and Marcus. Right. Whereas in this movie, it's a whole new group of people. Yeah. And normally when they do that, it's like they're kind of incompetent and they're just there to be made fun of. Yeah. Like, oh, look at all of our high-tech shit. This is what the game is now. But it always yeah. comes back to, well, it's old school, baby. No school always gets the job done. Where it was like, no, old school didn't necessarily get the job done. It's very yeah. messy. Ours is a little more clean. Yeah, but then, true. you know, eventually yeah, they true. learn to kind of like coexist. Yeah, but I just true. like that the task force in this movie wasn't useless. It was like, yeah, did they show up late sometimes? Yeah, but they still showed up. They weren't like just dying stupid for stupid reasons. Nah, like they handled themselves. Yeah, they had character and stuff. Yeah, Don't and they were us. and they were there to show how old Marcus and Mike yeah. really were. Yeah, but they also do the thing that I'm not even gonna lie. I'm real tired of in all movies, dude. That like have to write younger characters, and it's mainly because I'm younger too, mm. which is being like. Yeah, you see that that thing that the young kids are doing, mm. and then the old person has to be like, "That's stupid." 
Yeah. And it's like, or they got to have the young dude act, or young kids acting just a little bit more than what an actual kid would act, you yeah. know? Or they got to make them be like, oh, man, I'm the shit. You know, I'm I'm young. I'm the shit, man. Like, this is it. You know, you're garbage. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, if, if I was on that force and Mike Lowry was talking to me, I'd be like, I, I know a lot about you. You kind of did a lot of crazy stuff. I wouldn't be talking to you real crazy. Well, they had know? that with Vanessa Hudgens' character. Like, she let him know. She's like, hey, guys. Yeah. yeah. Fucking legend. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, they covered the bases. They covered some you stuff. Know, just I, certain things, too. It's just I agree. small nip-ups. I agree they did the cliche shit, but for the most part, like, they, they, were, they were cognizant. Yeah. Of what they were doing, yeah, which I, I appreciated. That's what I'm saying. I don't really have too many bad things about. It. I mean, and most what, of it is good. And what I liked about the story is that it's always about them chasing like drug dealers and drug lords, and they do it in this movie as well. But they at least had to add a caveat where it's like now it's a little more personal. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah, just it wasn't just like drug dealer of the year this time. It was yeah. like there was a little more high stakes involved. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. Um. I don't really have any gripes with the movie. The only gripe I really had was like that post credit scene. And yes, there is a post credit scene. I thought that I, I thought that kind of muddled things just a little bit. Um, the, I got like two more like good things, but the one good or the one thing that also was like pretty much the same thing with you, but just like not not so much the ending post credit but just everything that kind of went into that post credit like that's surrounding that yeah and like the story that was added yeah it's kind of weird it was like it didn't make it made they made it make sense it just didn't need to be that though it could have just been something else or some close to it, but just not that it was no yeah i i get why you think that but i like, I, I think th- i think it was just a little goofy dude it was kind of wh- like i get it but it was kind of like you could have like it, they they kind of tried to play it more off to be something more yeah and even by you know doing other things to make things make sense when they could have honestly because of the characters being the characters they are mm. could have just been like that's it that happened that's a thing and because of the the characters being who they are you wouldn't go no you'd be like yeah that sounds about right yeah yeah you'd be like okay like if they just was like that happened this happened Boom. you like, yep, I can see that. And then it kind of went off from there. Yeah. Know? I don't think they necessarily had to do it the way they do it, but it still wasn't bad. It was kind of weird in my opinion. But Yeah, they did <sighs> lean into it a little hard, but, you know. Um, And then the only two good, the only good, uh, only two more things I had was, uh, still felt like Michael Bay was doing the movie. And as I, I thought that was a good thing because I kind of liked the way Michael Bay did, did the first movies. And I was hoping that he also did this one. And if you had told somebody, oh, that wasn't Michael Bay, after they saw it, they'd be like, oh, really? I thought that was Michael Bay. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty good, too, because, like, overall. Yeah, that was impressive. I I think the best way to describe it is that they captured the look and feel of the first Bad Boys movie where it looked a little more gritty. Yeah. But then they had the action from two. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, I think it had more of a cleaner look this time around. It felt a little more cleaner. Like the the look was more cleaner and more not stylistic, but uh, it it, it was still kind of gritty though. Like it was still grounded and kind of gritty. Yeah. And like two, like it, it kind of like went back and forth between one and two, with just like the action set pieces and stuff, where like 
They were kind of ridiculous. Two was real ridiculous at oh, that yeah. point. Two was like pretty much like they just threw everything up. Oh yeah. But they had some ridiculous thing in, in there like two, but then they had some kind of still grounded stuff like in one. Mm-hmm. So like it kind of like matched that too, where yeah. it didn't go full on Fast and Furious just crazy because it's the third one. Yeah. Like it was still kind of like still bad boys. So, and I think the only one I had too was the action was pretty good too. Oh, like, yeah. I was actually pretty surprised that the action was. Still good, and it was enough of it. And the stuff that they were doing, it wasn't real like lazy either. Mm. They kind of like went into the action, and then kind of didn't step it down either for nothing. Like there's some pretty crazy scenes in there. There's some pretty. There's violent. It's still violent too. Oh yeah, it isn't as violent as like one or two. Actually, two was probably the most violent. Yeah, two like two was over the top. Yeah, with the action. Yeah, but. Like it's like I said, it it really captured it, it more favored one as far as like visuals and just like cinematography and stuff where still still like some gratuitous violence and shit in there like mixed in, but for the most part it it did keep it grounded, which I was happy about and it kind of reassured me when you know knowing that Michael Bay wasn't attached to it, is I was like, well, maybe it's a good thing that Michael Bay wasn't attached to it because he probably just went and went. He would have went balls to the wall yeah, in three. Whereas like this one, I feel like they they went they went balls, but yeah. they were still like I said, they were cognizant of like these characters are aging, you know, and they got to have them progress, you yeah. know, and not just like stay the same in every movie. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty much all I had for it, though. Um, would you recommend going to see it if you could in theaters? I would. Uh, if you like Bad Boys 1 and 2, you'll definitely like this one. Uh, I think also, I mean, you should go see it. If you can catch it in theaters, I think you should catch it because also it's loud. Yeah. And like when it is action, it's loud and big, kind of like all the other ones. But if you do miss it, like it's definitely worth a watch. Um. I was in. Oh yeah, yeah. It came out this year. It's definitely one of the better action movies this year so far because there ain't really been too many. Yeah, action it's kind of slim pickings, but you know, yeah. I was gonna say it's not really too many, but well, it's pretty good though. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, is it better than two? I don't know. I don't know. I would personally say maybe not. I think <clears throat> I, I think just like they two go, a little more because uh, how much how crazy two is. You know what? Mm, fuck. Story-wise, probably. Because 2 didn't really do nothing crazy story-wise. They just added a bunch of new characters. Two I, think, I think it goes in order for me. Yeah. 1, 2, 3. I gotta rewatch 1, though. I can't put 3 over 2 because that car chase on the freeway when they're tossing cars at them, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a good one. As fake as it was, <laughs> that was still pretty cool. Yeah, that was a good one. So, I like that. They do maintain that, though. The whole um, supercar just going 200 miles per hour down the street. Yeah. Missing everything. They, they maintain that, and I'm also fine with that, because that, that was always the better uh, action scenes they did in, like... Did they do that? They did something like that in one, did they? No. uh was that, too? One, they were... They were... Uh, there was a car chase scene in one, but it wasn't on the level of like two sh- and three. Mostly, like, shootouts and stuff. It was mostly shootouts in, in one. Yeah, one one was like a legit, just straight up like action, cop drama. Yeah, cop dramedy. Yeah, so. yeah, I liked it. It was all pretty good. I'd recommend it. Next up, sticking with action movies, Birds of Prey, 
and a long ass fucking subtitle that I ain't even gonna try and pronounce right here. I think we all know at this point what it is. Thoughts? Um, not gonna lie, kind of forgot to put the ton- or the pros because I was like, I kind of remember the pros or what I like. I'll cover your pros. Um, I definitely had two cons for sure. I'll do the pros first. Uh, first off, the movie was pretty. As in, the movie was a really good movie to look at. Um, which I thought it was shot pretty well. Um, more Harley Quinn. More Margot Robbie. <coughs> I like Margot Robbie. I like her as Harley Quinn. There was just more of her in there. So, that was pretty good. And she overall played that character like Harley Quinn, pretty much. I mean, Harley Quinn, like we've all said, is pretty much just female Deadpool at this point. And so, like... As in the comedy and everything, but um, besides that, I can't really remember too many pros besides those two. Action scenes, man. The fight scenes, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight, action, fight choreography. Action was pretty good in there. Um, for what they had in there was pretty good. Yeah, um, they definitely could have. No, I had it. It had a decent amount. It had a pretty good amount of action. It wasn't too much, and it wasn't too little. Like, Actually, it, there was a lot of action in that movie. Yeah, I think I think people and, it, and we'll get into it uh, in a little bit, but I think people are really missing out yeah. on a yeah. pretty decent action movie. Oh yeah, definitely. with Birds of Prey, because because what I like the most about like the fight shit, like the choreography and all that, is like you could actually see what they were doing. Yeah, that's true. There wasn't like a whole bunch of quick cuts, and yeah. if there were, it wasn't like jarring to where you couldn't really follow what was going on. Like yeah. they were doing some dope ass shit. Yeah, they were, and they kind of kept it to where it wasn't Harley Quinn out here doing Batman parries to people. Yeah. Like, she wasn't just some combat expert out of nowhere, and she's out here John Wicking people, and, like... I mean, she was was kind of John Wick. She was kind of, but she wasn't doing nothing crazy to the point where she's out here parrying and hitting people's throats. No, no, they kept kept it legit with the bats and the... Yeah, yeah. Like, she knows her way. She's she's acrobatic. She's... Well, no, she... I don't think she... She might have a background in acrobatics. I'm assuming... I'm pretty sure she does. She's next. So they, they kept it to that, and then, you know, they kept it pretty, like, standard with her using weapons, shooting people and stuff. So, like, yeah, it was, though. It was a pretty, like, overall decent action movie. Had, uh, actually, like you said, a lot more action when I think about it. And like you said, too, like, you could see the action, too. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, overall, a lot of it was pretty good. And uh, it wasn't sloppy, either. Like, it, it wasn't, like, you didn't look at it and go... Mm, that was kind of stupid. The action. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of weird. Because what was sloppy was the storytelling. Yeah, the acting was kind of <clears throat> sloppy at times too. Yeah, not on her part. I thought nah. I thought Robbie was good. No, nah, Robbie was good. Um, I thought Ewan McGregor was all right. I think he did what he could. Yeah. My main gripe with that movie is that if you're gonna call it Birds of Prey. I feel like you need to spread around that screen time because why they didn't just call it Harley Quinn yeah. from from Jump is beyond me. Yeah. Because obviously you were trying to capitalize off of her and Suicide Squad. And when you're going to go and commit to calling your movie Birds of Prey, I feel like you need to kind of spread the camera around to everybody. Yeah. Even though everyone was following the same type of tropes 
where you know you had Huntress going after the mob, getting revenge for her family. You had the Black Canary chick undercover. You had the grizzled cop that was like trying to work a case, but she couldn't because she couldn't get the evidence, and everybody was working against her and shit. Yeah, like. <clears throat> I, I thought those were great, but if they would have got more screen time and able to flesh those stories out a little bit more, yeah. I feel like it would have flowed a little better. But they spent so much time on Harley, it was just kind of jarring at that point. It was jarring, too, because the marketing was like, it's Har- it's a Harley Quinn movie, but there's also the Birds of Prey. Yeah. And there's something going on with it. And it was kind of like, okay, and, you know, not saying too much, but they, they did. It just, they were kind of like extra characters. They were just a part of Harley's story, if anything. Yeah. They they wasn't really it wasn't really their story or, you know, it was kinda or Harley and their story. It was really just Harley's story, but they were in it. And they happened to be in it and she involved them in it and how they got involved. Yeah. And like I said too, it was like I like I agree too. It was kinda like mm, I I had it too that uh it was all over the place too, story wise. Sure. It was like they they it was overall consistent on Harley's part. On her motives and everything. Mm-hmm. But then it was like you said too. It was just like everything else was kind of like. Everything else was happening around her and everything. They were following Harley. But then there was things going on in the background. There was things going on here. There was things going on. This was going on while Harley was doing this. Which is fine. But like you said too. It was kind of like. It was weird. Because like it was a Harley movie. But then they were like. Well let's see what this person's doing. Let's see what this person's doing. And you're like, oh, okay, we're going to get that because, you know, they're going to play into the story. They're going to, you know, they're going to find a way to incorporate them. And it still was Harley's story, though. Mm-hmm. And it was literally just kind of like, well, why Harley was doing this, this what this person was doing. And that was it. But they show like a snippet of what that person was yeah, doing. Yeah. And then they cut right back to Harley. And it's just like, come on, dude. Like, it's called Birds of Prey. Yeah. Come on now. It was pretty much like, yep, <clears throat> this this person that happened. That's it. And it was a, pretty much a very quick introduction. And then I got, uh, yeah, same thing. Not enough screen time for other characters. Um, yeah, pretty much that was it. Pros, like I said, pros was like it was a pretty pretty movie to look at. There was a lot of colors in there. There was a lot of um, a lot of the scenes that they did have or the shots, certain scenes or whatever. Had, like I said, plenty of color. There was a lot of good-looking scenes in there. Uh, there was a lot of cool scenes in there. I remember, like, a few times I was like, I like this. I like the way this look. I like the style of it. That's another thing too. I like the style of the movie too. It it did feel like, it didn't feel like, Suicide Squad. It, in my opinion, it didn't feel like another DC movie. Mm. It kind of felt like Harley's movie. Yeah. Like it felt like Harley's movie. It felt like, like it, it. It didn't even um, cause it was pretty much New York. They didn't even say it was Gotham or anything, did they? They did. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Cause it, it honestly it was New York. Mm. You can definitely tell it was New York. <clears throat> but um, it just it, it looked like Harley's movie. It didn't seem like, and my it didn't seem like they're in Gotham, which you know whenever they do Gotham, it's dark, Gotham is just dark, it's dark and nasty and it's ugly. raining. It's dark, nasty, it's raining. You can see the rat in the background. Like they didn't have none of that. It was real bright. It was outside. It was, you know, there was nightclubs. It was dark. It was so. Yeah, it was cool to see like the underbelly of Gotham in yeah. daylight. Yeah. Like seeing their day to day, I thought it was dope. Right. Yeah. Because most of the time you see Gotham is dark. Yeah. It's almost like that place is always dark. Like you ain't never seen Gotham in daytime. Yeah, when you put it that way, 
I actually like the way the movie looked now too. Because I was, because I was at first, I was like, you know, that movie kind of was a little all over the place as far as looks go. But yeah, it's pretty cool now. There, there was a few times where I was like, this is this is a real pretty movie. Yeah, like, just the colors and stuff. Because they that was another thing, especially uh, around like so, like a lot of the club scenes and stuff, mm. and uh, the stuff that had to do with uh, Ewan McGregor's character. Yeah, uh, in the club, and the stuff with her and him. Uh, there was a lot of, like, there was certain uh, little flashbacks and stuff. There was a lot of color. There was, like, that, there was, like, real freaky at one point, but it was just, like, it was just real vibrant, too. And it didn't get crazy either with it to the point where it was, like, this is kind of too much. Mm. It was just right. And, um, yeah, like, it, I don't personally think it went too far with anything. I just think overall the movie was, like, okay. I just thought they could have did it better. And I And it definitely was just a Harley movie. And I think they were trying to, like, kind of disguise it as something else, really. It definitely could have used a little more focus with the storytelling, because much like Parasite, <clears throat> there's another trend that I've been seeing with stories where they want to do the whole, hey, guys, want to hear my story? Well, if we're going to do that, we got to start here. But before yeah. we go there, we got to go here first. Yeah. And then they do all this shit. And then, like, midway through the movie, they're like, all right, so now that we're caught up. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I didn't know we were fucking catching yeah. up still. No, nah, you're, nah, you're thinking about Sonic. That's nope. About. Sonic didn't do Parasite that. Parasite didn't do that. Sonic no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying how Parasite followed this trend of, like, uh, like their tone kind of being all over oh, the place. Okay, That's yeah. a trend. Yeah. In storytelling, there's a trend. It's it's like what they did in uh, Six Underground, where it's like, <laughs> let me tell you my story yeah. first. Oh, but before yeah, I yeah. do that, let me mm-hmm. go here, and then let's go here. Yeah. And now that we're all caught up, Stay now we can finish the rest of the, rest of the movies. So, yeah. Like yeah. that. Yeah. And I feel like that was a little too much. Like, I know you're trying to get all weird and shit because it's Harley, but I felt like she was given enough weird already with her performance to where you didn't need that added caveat of her like narrating the movie and all these different uh yeah, points of the really story did. i didn't you didn't need that at all if they would have just kind of reined that in i i felt like it could have flowed a little better because there were some times where they were going back and forth with other characters and their stories where i was just like all right what is this person doing again all right what, what is this all about yeah. you know so but um it was it was all right i liked it uh, I would recommend you watch it, but you don't need to go into theaters and watch it. I agree. I th- I think it's definitely a think either definitely way for wait. Netflix, yeah, or uh, you rent it like as soon as it come out on digital. Mm-hmm. That's like a decent movie to watch. Yeah, have a movie night. I agree. Um, is it worth like picking up for Blu-ray or something? Maybe. Now that now that brings me to the discussion of this movie. <clears throat> now. When it first came out, let's see here. Opening weekend, $35 million, which was considered a flop. Which is wild, because did it make its money back? It did make its money back worldwide. But after this $35 million mark here, mm. around like... This week five, week six mm. is where they decided to change the the title. Mm. I think now it's called Harley Quinn and, and the, the Birds, Birds of Prey or yeah. something, or Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. And it seems to be doing a little better. It's it's doubled. Uh, it's since doubled. Yeah. From uh that that week four that opening weekend. Um, worldwide, 
It has made its money back. The budget was eighty four million. Okay. Now <clears throat> I don't know I don't know if that's factoring in marketing. Because yeah. nowadays, like they sometimes they factor in marketing, sometimes they don't. So I assume that does, and I don't know. It's kind of <clears throat> weird too, like you said. Looking at it worldwide, you know, maybe China built built it out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, what is going on with China as far as like the coronavirus? Are they even getting movies? Uh, there was something recently that I heard about where they were pretty. I think it has something to do with gaming. Actually, it wasn't like mm. production or something, but I think they were stopping it. Or they were stopping something. I know there's shit not coming out of China anymore, but yeah. I'm wondering if there's shit going in. Going you know, because you figure you want to keep them entertained I, while they're being fucking locked yeah, up. But I think, too, <laughs> like, they pretty much got it locked down to where they don't want people... They want people to stay in place, too. So, I don't think... Mm. I don't think it is. And if it... it so, if it did, either... Because this, well, this came out... Yeah, this came out pretty much the week that stuff was still going on. Yeah, so, I think it was like in the early stages. Yeah, so but it, it still shut down enough over there at that time where it was crazy. Yeah, so it could be it could be um, I'm not just some necessary China it could be like Europe and stuff. Yeah, I'm just wondering if China is able to bail movies out now. As a, that's why I think it's kind of interesting with the whole coronavirus. Like it's you know it sucks that people was dying, but that's but speaking from a movie perspective, from yeah. an industry wise thing, where this is a country that's bailed out a lot of shitty ass movies. Oh, yeah. And not saying that this movie's shitty, but I'm like, I wonder if they're able to like kind of boost up the yeah. the box office like they normally do. Yeah, I don't know. There's this um, there is this weird thing that everybody was doing after the week it came out of like nobody went to go see Harley Quinn, mm. and uh, movie theaters are empty, and there was people like making fun of like the fact that the movie theater was empty or mm. whatever. Which when we went, there wasn't that many people in our theater either. Yeah, but we went Thursday night. Yeah. Um, but, but then again, usually like depending on the movie, it's kind of like not packed, but there's usually a decent amount of people. Well, what I want to know is, is uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what they're tracking it as if they're still tracking it as a flop, but I'm just going off of this opening weekend. Are we, what are your predictions or what are your thoughts on why that happened? Do you think it was marketing? Do you think it was a title? Do you think it was a word of mouth where people was like, it's anti-male? I think it's, I don't think it was the anti-male thing. I think it still suffers from the garbage thing that people do. And, uh, in, in really a lot of these movies where it's just like, it's trying to push an agenda and yeah. therefore you guys shouldn't go support it. Because, you know, there's a bunch of people still that's like, I'm not pushing at it. There's the people that's like, I hate that it's pushing an agenda. Mm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to push my agenda by not going to see it. Mm. Therefore, pushing an agenda, which is goofy. Because either way, it's kind of like you care you care that much about something you don't care about to the point where you're essentially pushing another agenda to show that we don't want all this garbage SJW stuff in our movies. Yeah. So we're not going to watch it. They're being hypocrites. Literally, pretty gotcha. much. So it's like, <clears throat> that's another about that So way. there's that. And also, too, like I said, I think they probably overestimated it, too. And, you know, Margot Robbie being Margot Robbie and being Harley and people like Harley got that much, personally. Because if it was just Birds of Prey, mm. I think we all know it definitely wouldn't have been anywhere close to that. It probably, the budget would have been lower, too. So, it either would or would not have made his budget. But, um, like I said, I think, too, like, they probably overestimated it being, like, really big because it was Harley. And, like I said, too, like, there's certain characters that can carry a movie or can hold it or bring people in. But I don't think Harley is there yet. 
I think people overestimate. I think they overestimated Harley, and I think they got too crazy with Suicide Squad, and I think they were like, "Yo, she was the star. People love Harley," and they kind of went off of that because I, I didn't know, hear man. nobody. I didn't hear nobody going like when the movie got announced. I heard more people going, "Why do we have this?" Than like, "Oh, this is cool." It wasn't until the movie came out that I started hearing like, "Oh, it's pretty good." But even then, I didn't really hear nothing about it. Talking about Harley, like uh, the movie, yeah. Just Harley, not Harley Quinn in like character, just the movie though, because yeah. like I I kind of forgot the movie was coming out. Well, it wasn't until when I came back or when I came here and you kept talking about it that, and I saw the trailer again, because I wouldn't, re- and that was another thing. The trailer was kind of like the trailer didn't do well either. See, that's my that's my theory is I think it was a trailer because that trailer I didn't care, dude. When yeah, I saw that trailer, I was like. Even even I even I when that trailer got released, I was like, I really don't know exactly what this movie is about. Like, I obviously it's about her getting over the Joker, but I'm like, what exactly is she gonna do? And then like, you know, it's called Birds of Prey, but you keep showing Harley all the time. Well, they honestly in the trailer they kept doing more of like we got to put a team together. Yeah, they were doing the whole thing of like. Well, I only saw one trailer. It was like mostly the trailers was like we gotta put we gotta bring the girls together uh-huh. and like and I think that's too what it did was people were like oh we need another movie we gotta bring the girls together yeah so it was kind of like it's it's like a combination of everything really I I think I still think it was just the trailer really didn't convey what the movie was about because like I said I I don't think the trailer really shows how action heavy the movie is because nah. I kept telling people I was like if you want to see a good action movie man and you already seen Bad Boys I would say go see Birds of Prey because yeah. I thought they had some really good scenes in there no there was some good stuff in there but like, someone made <clears throat> a really good point on Twitter of all places that I kind of sort of agree with because. When Charlie's Angels came out, and that movie <laughs> flopped, and I wanted to see that movie, but uh, I didn't get a chance to go. Yeah, I wanted to see it because I heard about how, how, how bad it was. That movie flopped. Dude. And uh, Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks was like, oh, people, you know, the movie flopped because people just aren't ready to see a female-led action right. movie. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that was it, man. No. You know, because like, <laughs> I think it more had bad. to do with you bringing a franchise <laughs> back nobody gave a shit about. Nobody cared about. It except for me. The funny thing <laughs> is, you got to... The funny thing is, a lot of these companies and studios probably bring do stuff like that where they're like, "Yo, Charlie's Angels," and they're like, "Yeah, yeah," and they're like, "Let's bring it back." People will love that. Dude, but no, people but, love Charlie's Angels. But somebody on Twitter was like, they thought that Harley failed because they they kind of accused it of doing what movies like Charlie's Angels did, where they're trying to appeal to that female audience because uh-huh. you know nowadays everybody's like you know they want diversity they want representation they don't want it to be like male dominated right and he was like you guys are going for that crowd but what you don't realize is that that crowd is a very small crowd when it comes to actually like going to see the movie like even if all those people yelling went to go see that movie yeah it probably it, it probably did exactly what it did opening weekend which is at 35 million where it's like a lot of these movies that are more male dominated or just or or are more appealing to all audiences and not necessarily a female crowd, that's why those movies do so well. And I was kind of yeah. looking at it like that. I was like, might be onto something. He, I, I can see that because and I think people too forget that a lot of these properties. Like I, I keep thinking my theory too is that uh, everybody's trying to do uh, the Guardians thing. 
where they're like, let's bring this unknown property to mm-hmm. the screen and look how Guardians did it. Yeah. You know, like they were able to make unknown characters cool. Yeah. And look how much money they got now and look what they're doing. I think that's pretty much too. Like it was one of the things where they're like, like, like that's cool and all that. And that's the thing. If Margot Robbie was like, yo, like that's cool. We can do a Harley movie. But I think it'd be cool to do this and bring the girls out and see, you know, we got Birds of Prey. That's cool. But like you already picking at a small, like you said too, you already picking at a small, uh, um, a small amount of people already by doing that. Yeah. And then it's like you gotta try. You have to do a lot to kind of get more of a masses. It's like that even with Guardians. Like Guardians, like popped off pretty well. But like it was kind of like people. It really all it had was Marvel behind it. Yeah. Like, if it didn't have Marvel behind it and dude just threw out a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I can guarantee you that movie wouldn't have did as good when it first came out. It would only be after the movie came out and people said, dude, it's really good, it's funny, mm-hmm. it's this and that, that it would start to pick up. But I don't think that movie probably would have done as good either. It just had Marvel behind it. I, I think... And I think it already had a small base and therefore people... Were, like I said, it was just kind of like the, the trailer came out. And, you know, marketing too is weird because... Yeah, I you think can, Marvel did. Marketing is weird, too, because marketing is so, like, with certain movies, if you notice, marketing is like, you can almost tell when they're pushing a certain movie to make it a big movie. Yeah. That movie didn't seem like it was a big movie. Yeah. It never felt like they wanted it to be a blockbuster. They almost, it's almost, it's almost like it's a small budget film, almost. Like, yeah. It was almost like a passion project, like the way they kind of even brought it out. It definitely was. And it was like... It wasn't, though, because it had money behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, it had a studio behind it. It's got DC technically behind it. And it was that was another weird thing, too. Like, it, it was... That movie never felt big to me, either. I never felt like, oh, that's another big movie I gotta go see. Like, it was kind of uh, Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. Yeah, like like, like you said, it was not something to rush to the theaters for, but it did kind of feel like it had that kind of Netflix, Amazon, Hulu vibe where it's like, if this was like an exclusive movie on like a Hulu or Netflix. Oh, they did. It would have been really good. Probably would have did a lot better. It would have did way better. You know, I can guarantee Would have got more eyes on it. We got more people interested, you know. Not sure how the numbers work on the streaming shit, but I, I feel like it probably would have been received a little bit better. So. There was a... There was something, not... Um, six Underground. No, not Six Underground. <laughs> uh, not Marshall Chase movie. I think there was something else close to like a superhero property that got put on streaming that actually did pretty good. Oh, The Boys? Uh, Boys is doing pretty well. I know that. There was something else I think that got put on in Netflix that wasn't the Marvel stuff. Uh, Under uh, Umbrella Academy? That was kind of it, too. But I, I just think overall it would have did way better on like... Netflix or Hulu, because that's another thing too. Like the movie, kind of like it's kind of like it kind of does go to everybody. So they could have put it on Netflix and it would have done pretty well. Yeah, like that's a movie that pretty much everybody can see. And it that was you know it was weird too. I forgot to tell you, it was rated R, but it wasn't really fine. Like it wasn't. It didn't need to be rated R. Yeah, it did. Besides that last scene. Nah, dude. There's there's a lot of language. Yeah, but like it could have been PG thirteen easily. I don't want to be PG thirteen. I didn't want it either. I'm glad that it was radar. Yeah, you know, there's like, there's a lot of there's a lot of hitting in the head with mallets. There's there's uh there's oh yeah there's that one scene. <laughs> there, my I forgot all about uh Ewan McGregor's character. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. There's that one scene which is like my only 
it's I'll call it a gripe, but it's really a nitpick. But I know it's a comic book movie. I'm not supposed to take this shit like too seriously. But I don't give a fuck. She ain't walking in no goddamn police department with a fucking grenade launcher. Oh, yeah. Launching beanbags at cops and not getting her ass blown away. Like, I, just, yeah, I don't know why. weird. Not <laughs> even say a lot, but, like, the beginning of it was, like, everybody was kind of unbothered after the first dude got blown away. Yeah, I'm like... And I was like... There's no way. Everybody kind of looked at her like, okay, this Harley This the Quinn. worst cops ever that she fucking walked into this building well, and blasted people and they haven't shot her. Yeah, I think they were doing, I think they were trying to make that whole thing of like, uh, it's Harley, she doesn't have to joker with her. She's, what is she gonna do? But she had already pieced up like four cops. I know. And it was kind of like, she kind of like hitting people kind of hard. She's kind of making a ruckus. You guys want to like get that handled. I guess if I'm looking at it from that perspective, I, I got it. I don't know if they did that though. I know that there were a couple of scenes where they were like, "Oh, you know, it's just Harley," but I don't, I don't remember them doing that in the police station. That's, I just, that, I was too distracted by her just in there with a fucking grenade launcher, just vunk, vunk, I and everybody. I know. I was it, like, you have a gun. It was it was a bunch of it. Was just <laughs> Where's your goddamn tasers for Christ's sake? Yeah, I don't I don't understand, but But anyway, um I thought it was okay. You know. Yeah, I thought it was okay too. Like like we said, you don't have to rush to the theaters to go see it, but once it comes out for rental or, you know, maybe purchase it. Looks like it's making its money back, so maybe it was just a title that was throwing people off. Because, like I said, you know, opening it was thirty three million, and right I'd like now, I'd like a sequel though. Like, if they're gonna do it, you want a sequel to Harley? You want a sequel to Birds of Prey? That's, yeah, that's a good point. Because that's because that's the thing. It's like now, if you do a Birds of Prey movie and Harley's not in it, how the fuck does that thing perform? Oh, they're not gonna do that. Because I she- feel like you didn't give enough for the other characters to where they could carry a movie on their own. Well, th- yeah. Yeah, the only thing with that is they kind of put themselves in a corner because if they did want to try to make that, oh, Birds of Prey be this thing by itself, you can't. Harley's got to be a part of it. Though. Yeah, she's got to so, pop up. So so she's definitely going to be in it. So We'll see. They'll just, they'll just have to do some uh, some continuity shit where it's like, you know, Harley's in Birds of Prey. Everybody's fucking deal with it. Or they do the smart thing where they just make a second Harley Quinn sequel and just be like, this is Harley Quinn too, y'all. And the Birds of Prey are in here. Yeah. They're a part of her universe, or just be like, this is Harley universe. You know what I want? And it'll never happen, but if DC was smart, and if Marvel was smart, they'd do it. Do a Harley Quinn Deadpool crossover. I, I... If they were were smart. If they were smart, they would do it. They'd make so much money. It would make a lot of money. Funny thing is, I probably wouldn't like that movie. I would. I wouldn't, dude. It would just be too much of the same thing, and I can't do that. I don't know, man. I don't know. I can only take so much of both of those characters. But that's, have both that's of them the thing. Because I feel like Deadpool, I feel like Deadpool in the first movie was fine. But then in the second one, I was like, all right. Well, they at least had like Zazie in there. They had uh, all the other characters know. to kind of like. Because I think the thing with Deadpool is that he is more of a, a supporting character. And I think Harley's in that same boat. So if you put them in a movie together where they're both like kind of sharing that shit, I feel like it work. Yeah. There's also like. They they kind of like Deadpool was more of a uh, Deadpool was more childish. There's more crude humor. Yeah. There's more like um, 
can't think of the word, but uh, real crude and kind of like uh, raunchy. Yeah, and you, Harley you, Quinn you is kind of like psycho evaluating them and shit. They're, they're kind of like, kind of like they're they're close to that, but they kind of like move away from that. Where Harley, where Harley is just more about being just straight up violent, though. Yeah, like she's just more about just like I'll just cut that dude's head off. But Deadpool being that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I want to start making Harley Quinn and Deadpool fan art now to kind of like push them. Just be like, come on, guys. Come on, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know, dude. Also, like I said, I don't, I'm sorry, but I'm kind of getting tired of Ryan Reynolds, y'all. Fuck you. Y'all going y'all gonna, y'all gonna to bring something y'all don't want. Fuck you. are going to get too much Ryan Reynolds. You can't get you're too gonna much ha- Ryan Reynolds. You're going to hate him after a while. Nope. You know, like, I'm tired of Ryan Reynolds. We keep getting him. Nope. I'm telling y'all. Nope. It's... it's, it's it's close. I will take Ryan Reynolds as much as I can. I do not give two shits. You guys have been overlooking that man for years. Okay? He's put in the work. He can do true. the drama. He can do the action. He can do the comedy. He's a whole bag. And I want that bag all in my face. I still think Danny DeVito should have been Pikachu and Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would have been way better. It wouldn't have made the movie better. <laughs> it would have made the movie Let's better. Let's be honest. It wouldn't have made the movie better. <laughs> it would have made the movie better. And you know what? Let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Sonic the Hedgehog, baby. Sonic the Hedgehog, baby. Baby. Sonic. I'll start. Yeah, that movie ahead. was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It was worth the wait. No, it wasn't. It was worth the redesign. You know why that movie was awesome? Because that movie knew exactly what it was. <laughs> it wasn't trying to be something it wasn't. They fully embraced the source material. They weren't trying to shy away from it. They weren't trying to come up with some stupid name for Robotnik and be like, oh, this is Robotonic or whatever. Like, no. like they wouldn't do anything. It was just like, just Dr. Robotnik. Fucking loves robots. He's weird as shit. Super smart. Very effective. Bring him in there. You got Sonic. Hey, I'm from this other planet where there's fucking talking owls and there's fucking tribes that's hunting my ass down and shit. And I got and I came to Earth and I gotta lay low and I've been laying low for so long that I'm I'm kind of like out of it <laughs> to where yeah, I'm lonely. Like cool. that shit was dope. All right, that was that was more than what I asked for because I was going in there fully expecting. For them to do the, the the usual like cool Sonic, where I'm so fucking cool. Look at my grindy shoes when I grind all over the place. But they didn't do that. Yeah, Sonic X, man, that was that was Sonic X. Yeah, they didn't do that. They they kept it real, okay. And the movie was great. It's okay, man. It was a nice, fun movie. You could bring your kids to go see it. It's good. <laughs> it's, for, a kids it's, movie. it's good. Nope. No, it's a nope. kids movie. Dude. It's a it's it's for kids and it's for adults that grew up playing Sonic. It's definitely a kids movie, you know. If you're an adult and you used to play Sonic, you you know. You Detective like Pikachu is a kids movie. I'd argue Detective Pikachu is more of that's a family movie. It's not just a kids movie. Sonic is a family movie. Sonic is a straight up a child's movie. Detective Pikachu was a kids movie. I felt like that movie was almost in a way made for me, damn near. And I'm 21. Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're getting into bias now because you're a big Pokemon guy, and I'm a big Sonic guy, namely Sonic One, Two, and Three, and Sonic and Knuckles, <laughs> which is clearly what they based the character Very on. Selective Sonic, you know. Yeah. Hey, hey, I ain't no fanboy. Okay, I'm gonna keep that shit real. Sonic was trash hey, for years. Look, I don't hate Sonic that much because Sonic X was tight. He had a cartoon on on Saturday mornings, and it was cool. All right, and I liked it. 
All right. Was I that the one see. where he was teamed up with the Freedom Fighters and Dr. Robotnik had like his own city and they had to sneak in there and do like rebel shit? Kind of. Are there you was, sure? It was, uh, it was in like was the mid-2000s too. It was no. in the mid-2000s on like Saturday mornings with like four kids. And it was I like don't, Sonic X. I, no, that's not he, the one I'm talking about. He went about. like full-on Super Saiyan at times and stuff. Like, it was there, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we're talking about the same one. Because there was two Sonic ones. There was the one with Urkel... Where he's oh, like, hey, yeah. Tails, let's go get some chili dogs. Nah, I wouldn't was, that. I that one was bad. About. That was bad. But then they had another one where it was like him and Robotnik. It was pretty much like a Terminator <laughs> situation where Robotnik like had his own little city. And it was robots just kind of running around kidnapping like, animals. That was probably in like the late 90s, right? When yeah. When randomly was yeah. just like, let's just take this cool yeah. project and get gritty. It was the shit. And they made a comic series after it. Uh, under the Archie comic brand, which I used to get those bad boys and read them every week. <laughs> Sonic, dude, you don't understand, dude. I was a big Sonic fan, yeah. and when they were and when they said they were making a movie, I was like, hopefully they do like they did in the comics. But then when I saw that they were doing live action, I got worried because I was like, fuck, man, they're doing fucking Sonic Adventure bullshit where he's making out with females, female humans. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's gonna be some dude. bestiality type shit. Yeah, this is Sonic X. This is I'm like, this is. This is... 2003. Damn, I didn't even know it was there. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, it was on like Saturday morning. It was four kids. This was kind of cool. It wasn't bad. It had a pretty decent art style. Yeah, it was pretty tight. It was good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Maybe, maybe I'll check that out. It wasn't bad. You might actually like it. Now, now let's hear your thoughts on Sonic. Why, why are you hating so much? Dude, it was okay, man. It was okay. We, this is, you've already seen Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um, you've already seen it. it it's... It's just, it's a very Biden, it's a template movie, too. Uh-huh. It's a, te- see, again, <clears throat> I'm not, look, I'm not going to say too much. I'm just saying that to take the Pikachu kind of wasn't a template movie. That was almost, I mean, you don't get me wrong, Detective Pikachu had some things that have happened, some cliche things, but overall, Sonic was a template movie. That was a temp- You've seen Sonic before with different characters in a different setting. Probably with the same dude, James Marsden. I don't know why he keeps playing in those movies. My theory is that he, that's where the real bank is at. Yeah. Is those Kids movies. Children movies. Kids movies. And I think he's smart. I bet you if you look up this man's net worth right now, it's probably crazy. Because I was like, why does he keep doing these stupid children movies like this? Yeah. It was alright, dude. It was okay. It was I'm okay. not the biggest Sonic fan, so I'm not gonna lie. But you, like, you were not impressed with Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was cool. Cause let me tell you something right now. I would say I'm also not the biggest Jim Carrey fan either. That's fine, but I would go. I would beg to differ that without Jim Carrey, I don't think that movie would have worked as good. Uh, Cause I think Jim not. Carrey was a saving grace. Well, just, cause he also fit into like you said, he was just as crazy as yeah he, was, he made a commitment to also being just as goofy yeah. as sonic was being in the movie by himself and the so crazy yeah. thing is that's not how robotnik is dude no nah. robotnik ain't goofy he you is know? goofy no he ain't yeah not he, the not the well, one i remember oh yeah because in in x in x he is goofy okay. he's like some tall he literally like robotnik he's just like some very like skinny leg all Egg bottom waist dude, big beard. Well, you know, you know, he has like a voice like this, ha ha ha. And like he's goofy. You know, he's menacing at times. I changed my mind. He he is. I wouldn't say he's goofy. He's very campy though. 
Yeah. Like he was like, "Oh, Sonic, I'll get you." Like stuff like that. Yeah. But still, I I thought I thought Jim Carrey did a really good job. Well, I I do kind of I didn't mind like I do kind of like the direction he did for Robotnik. Yeah. Cuz you could have honestly did a very serious like I'm going to kill him. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, "That don't make any sense. This is unnecessary." Yeah. That would that wouldn't even made you hate him. That'd have been like, "You don't even belong in this movie, dude." And then he could have been too goofy. Where he could have literally just been a just a whole slapstick character where he's tripping. He could have been a dumb like Robotnik. Yeah. Where he's like, "Oh, sorry, I um got this," and his controller blows up. Yeah. Sorry, sir. I Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Oh, I got this thing. I'm gonna show you how I can catch this animal. As like, as as I and it doesn't work or whatever. I thought that was cool, dude. Like he knew how to track them down. He had the fucking robots and shit, man. I was like, this is dope. This is good. Yes, it's ET. I understand (laughs) it's ET, man. But you know what? If I had a choice to watch Sonic, the Hedgehog, or ET, I'm watching Sonic, dude. No, dude. When Cassette is born and she's old enough to understand what the hell's going on. I'm not showing her E.T. I'm showing her Sonic the Hedgehog. So you're going to show her E.T. first? Nope. You're going to show her Sonic. And nope, because you know, because E.T. is going to scare shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. E.T. probably will scare her. She's going to look at point. Sonic and be like, oh, Sonic's cute, man. He's so fast. Like, yeah, man. You, know, you fucking look at E.T. This melting clay. is just making this E.T. With his glowing finger to poke in your butt. <laughs> but I want you to let everybody know that you definitely did. You definitely would also feel the same about that movie if he was ugly, tall, five foot seven. We're getting to that. Del Toy Sonic. Well, in fact, we're there. We're there. I'm glad you brought it up because there ain't a whole lot that I can say about this movie. It's, it's a really good movie. Paint by the numbers. I understand. It's E.T. I got it. But spoiler alert, people. All fucking movies are procedural movies, all right? When you break them down. So, yeah. um, Like I said, well worth the redesign. Um, I was definitely in the camp. I was definitely in the camp where when they showed that first design, I was like, ugh. (laughs) That was pretty much it for me. Ugh. I mean, he's fucking unproportionate, man. He's 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 all off color. Like he's supposed to have this like flashy gold chest, and it was all like off white and dingy and shit. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, come on, man! Look like, what the fuck is going? Yeah, like Jordan fives on Jordan fives. He looked bad. He looked bad. And like, and here's the thing. And and I, you could probably nose. even go back to previous movie Tuesdays where I talked about a trailer. I was like, the movie looks good. It looks like a solid movie. I don't expect like an Oscar winning uh, uh, piece of material here. I feel like this is just going to be a nice movie to go in and chill and enjoy for what it is growing up being a Sonic fan. But that design is awful. And if they have the time, I think that they should go back and redesign that shit and make him just a little bit better. Now, all I want them to do is kind of hitch his legs up a little bit, make his body more proportionate, maybe not have his legs so defined. I didn't expect him to go back in and be like, take this fucking thing from the game and yeah. put it in the goddamn movie. That's exactly <laughs> what they were going to do because everybody was like, this is not my Sonic. Yeah. He looks ugly. And I was like, all right. Then they, they, like you said, they literally was pretty much like, we're just going to take game Sonic and throw him in there. And everybody was like, why didn't you just do that from the beginning? Dude, it's... Man, let's just fucking play the old trailer. I really did. Well, I was actually going to tell shit. you to do that. Let's I just really... do... He's... 
I don't think you guys understand how bad he looked, man. No, everybody does. And then here's the thing. <coughs> um, original Sonic trailer. Original Sonic trailer. It's definitely around. Has to be. Yeah. Here's the right number one right here, cause that, cause everybody doesn't want to forget. Now let me tell you something. Cause everybody wants to fucking play this victim card. It, it didn't say 700, by the way. It said 300 in the movie. Did it? But, yeah. <laughs> I know this shit. <laughs> Look, man, I know my memory may be spotty lately, but I remember movies, all right? Now, everybody wants to play this victim card and be like, oh, you know, Crunch, Crunch, oh, the team put in so much hard work and, you know, the studio shut down after redesigning them. Let me tell you something right now, okay? I did my research on, like, some motherfuckers around here. Mm. And that studio sounded like it was going to get shut down regardless. Oh, okay. And I think that that studio got shut down from poor management. Because that studio, the moving picture company, or movie picture company, whatever the fuck it is, MPC, they did the Lion King movie. The um, recent one. Oh, okay. That's a billion dollar movie. Yeah. So, how the fuck is Sonic closing your goddamn doors down? Unless they just didn't, there was a, unless there was a whole thing where it was like, oh, they didn't get paid as much. Like they didn't get, the, they pretty much didn't get compensation. That's back. poor management. That is, I mean, because that doesn't make any sense. Management. Now here's the other thing. <laughs> yes, the studio. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> Look at his legs, man. I, I, <laughs> Look at him. Everybody saw him, but everybody, it was meow. Everybody was like, ugh. And look, and his head, his head is fine. It's the rest of his body. It's like below the neck is where it's all fucked. I don't mind his top portion. It's just, his legs is too long, dude. If he was shorter, he probably wouldn't even been that bad. <sighs> so bad, dude. I do like that this is literally the same movie, though. It is. But, but going back <laughs> to the company. So, yes, that company got shut down. Did you know that that's like one... Of, like, many other companies spread all across the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was just the Vancouver branch. Yeah. So, at the very least, people got to relocate, you yeah. know? Because if they're good at their jobs, they're going to hook them up, all right? They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna hit them up with some pension plans. Look, at man, least you, got, you hope so. You got the Jordan 5s on. But let's be honest he here. built, like, a toddler. You should have did your job right <laughs> the first time. He should have. Because <laughs> let me tell you something right now. You look at this design, and we are laughing our asses off. You know what's even worse? Hmm. This scene, he po- he could not have possibly fit in that bag. In the other, in the, in this one, the redesign, he definitely can fit in that bag. Like fit in the bag, man. Yeah, he fetal, built like a top position. He's built like a he at least like five years old. His body, he has a body of a five year. old I don't want to incriminate myself, but you know, you give me a duffel bag, I can, <laughs> I can stuff a five year old in there. <laughs> but. Here's the thing. Now, we're laughing at this design, right? There was obviously a disconnect between the art department and the studio and the filmmakers. Because let's be honest here. If you really were, like, hell-bent on that design, if they were really confident in that design, they wouldn't have changed it. Okay? Look at the Ninja Turtles movies. Those, they look like shit. I'm talking about the new ones. They look like absolute garbage, but I, guess what? Those movies still came out, and people were still talking shit about how they looked. I beg to differ. I still think they look pretty cool. They looked like ass. Also, they did do the same thing, too, with him being in the cave and like hanging out with all the stuff. Like how they did Donnie and them, where they were like, oh, they went to the surface sometimes yeah. to 
get pizza and yeah. listen to Hollerback Girl by Gwen Stefani. Yeah. And breakdance. That's what I'm saying. Like, this this is the thing. With with making movies and video games and shit, I mean, you're just telling the same story over and over again, right? It's like, the foundation is laid. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel and just make a fucking movie about yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. That's yeah. it. it. It just It literally just depends on what it is. If it's already something like Sonic, it's like, I don't need you to make... I'm not telling you to be Christopher Nolan. Be like, what if we make him different? Nah, just make him Sonic, dude. But like, it's Sonic. Yeah, like Chris, Christopher Nolan. That's different because there's plenty of Batman movies before the Dark Knight trilogy. Right. So it's like you got room to be like, well, let's try and do Batman from this perspective. Well, I'm saying in general, just as in like, oh, let's make it like this, and it's like, God, nah, dude, just make Sonic. Yeah. Just make a Sonic like, movie. And like I said, if you were gonna do something where Robotnik was experimenting with making humans and animals into one because yeah. it was like the next evolution of, of humanity. Fine, dude. Make them look like that. But if you're literally just going to have it be like, oh, Sonic the Hedgehog who comes from Green Hills planet and he goes through a portal ring to get to Earth. Like, why wouldn't you just make him look like he does in a video game? Why are you so hell-bent on making him look as real as you can? Yeah. He's a blue fucking hedgehog. What hedgehog has blades on the back of his head like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, I, don't, I don't understand why they. If you really to wanted to make him a real hedgehog, you would just made him look like a giant hedgehog and you just know, made him blue. They could have got away with this in like 2005. Yeah, if, if they did this exact design, I could 100 percent seeing this movie had already been out and he looked like that. Yeah, and I bet you any money. To be honest with you, I don't think people would have. Well, honestly, you wouldn't have even heard it anyway. This would have been Sega's answer to the Mario Brothers movie that came out long ago. Like that's how he would have looked. Because they would have been like, shit, well, fucking, they, John Leguizamo's Luigi, yeah, we true. can get away with this Sonic looking like this. Dude. That's funny. They needed to change a man. I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not budging on that. He needed to be changed. He and, did, but and I'm they, not and, gonna and, I don't hate his design. And either. the fact that they changed him just proves that there was a disconnect in making this movie. That means that somebody, I, I guarantee you that the fucking director probably like shot all the scenes and he was using the mocap suit. And then at the tail end of it, they're like, all right, we're finally done with the Sonic design. They showed it to him, and he was probably like, ugh. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, really? You got the trailer done, sir. Cool. When they said they were going to redesign it, he was the one that came out and said, he was like, hey, man, this is what y'all know right now. I like, really care about this, and we're going to redesign them because we want as many people to enjoy this movie as possible. And I'm glad they did it. <laughs> if they would have kept him the same, yes, that movie would have been the same, and I would have been saying the same thing where I'm like, yeah, man, that movie was good. It was a nice, fun movie for the family. You know, bring your kids to see it. Sonic fans can go see it. Just try and ignore the fact that Sonic looks like a fucking hobo. <laughs> he does look like a hobo. Meow. I don't care about the meow. The meow's fine. No, I just like that part. Because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. It's a stupid part. And, 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 and then the scene where they're at the biker bar, I feel like... That scene would have worked a lot better with the original design because he looked like a fucking kid. Because then he could have passed off being in a disguise in a biker bar. Whereas, like, with this one, I was like, how is nobody reacting to him? Like, you can't be that drunk. Well, yeah. And they did a thing where they're like, well, he has a condition. I guess. That movie was dope, man. It yeah, was dope. man. It was, it was yeah. It is. It it's up there. Like, I have to redo my top 10 video game movies of all time list now. Like, I gotta squeeze Sonic in there now. I don't even know how many there is. Because there's, there's a lot. A, there's a bunch of trash ones that that one weird German filmmaker keeps making. Don't, like, don't, bring, him don't bring him up. Don't bring him up. Don't bring him up. 
We don't talk about him. No, I'm bringing that up. What are you talking about? You want to talk about House of Dead? He's a, of the he's the reason why there's more bad video game movies than there are good ones. Like I, I <laughs> you're barking up the wrong tree, dude. I I just like got in or I just got out of a big old Twitter discussion because like the movie is doing great. Fuck, bring this shit up real quick. Sonic is doing great. I get. I think it's like the number one yeah, most successful video game yeah. movie opening or it some was, shit it, like that. It literally went over Detective Pikachu. People have spoken. Which, not even lie, didn't think that was possible because Detective I, Pikachu made a lot of money. Dude, I thought Detective Pikachu was gonna be like the definitive video game movie, rain. but then you know that failed. But um, I don't even know how this is making. I don't know how. What was they budget? That's another question. Eighty-five mil. It was eighty, but it was an extra five million to re- redesign. Sonic. I wonder how much Detective Pikachu was. It that's that's Harley been. Quinn budget. That is Harley Quinn budget. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, dude. Hey, man, the people have spoken, <laughs> and I'm telling you something right now. I am so proud of the of the community because I was really feeling bad for a split second on the redesign because I was like, man, that sucks that. All these people bitched about redesigning him, and they ain't even going to go see the movie. These motherfuckers went to go see the movie, man. They did go see it. They came in droves, and I'm so proud of them. Which brings (laughs) us to the final verdict. Are you recommending people go see this movie in theaters? (laughs) No, dude. You do not have to go see this movie in theaters. We, You know, you don't have to go see this movie. Should you watch it? If you are even slightly curious about Sonic, You've seen it already, but sure, dude. It's not going to hurt you to go watch it. It's not. It's not going to hurt you. Even I was curious about it. Because I was like, this movie could be either really bad or it could be okay. And it ended up being okay. So, if you are slightly curious about it, go see it. Do you need to go see it in theater? No. 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 You don't. I'm going to try my best to take my bias out of this. Take your bias out of it, man. Okay. You don't have to. Solid movie. Right. Solid movie. Sure. Obviously if you got kids, you probably haven't already seen it three or four times. That too. If you, know? you don't if you haven't if you have kids, you definitely have an excuse to go see it. I'm theaters. speaking I'm speaking directly to Sonic fans. I'm speaking directly to anyone that bitched about that original design, myself included. You better go see this fucking movie in theaters. Okay? Otherwise those people did that work in vain. Alright? But do but like bias aside, is do you have to go into theater? No, you don't. You know it is it is your standard kids movie. You know it's what's what's that one that Marsden did? Was it Hop? Hop. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see Hop, I didn't but I'm we, gonna assume we don't need to see Hop. I'm gonna assume it's in the same realm of Hop, we but it's Hop. Sonic. I was gonna say we seen Hop. It was it's just Sonic. Sonic. All right. So like maybe you don't need to rush the theaters to go see it, but. Like you said, if you're curious, like if you're like, man, what, what the Slightly. fuck is the big deal about? Just go see it. Because it's good. It's entertaining. It's funny. It James is entertaining. Mars is funny. I can't lie. It's entertaining. People, you know, people probably know Jim Carrey as some artist on Twitter making Donald Trump paintings. <laughs> <laughs> you need to understand. Yeah, he is doing like abstract paintings. You need to understand here. that Jim Carrey was a comedic actor at one point, and he goes back to the well on this one, and I thought it was it was well overdue, so... I will, uh, wrapping that up, I will say that uh, in the beginning where they did the Sega thing, where they showed all the games and stuff. Yeah. They were showing, like, Sega's pictures, basically. Yeah. I thought it would be super, and I really hope, it probably would never happen because it's super obscure. But wouldn't it be cool if we got, like, a <clears throat> like a Jet Set Radio movie 
but it was in like the form of like um, Spider Verse, and like they picked the style and they did the whole graffiti thing. I'd be down for and that. And they did it not like I don't want no live action Jet Set Radio movie. That would be garbage. Yeah. I don't want to see it. <clears throat> that that probably should have happened in the nineties. But that'd be cool if they did like a CGI. Uh, Jets and radio movie with like graffiti and stuff, and did the whole like police thing. You can, you know, it's not even like you can even make it political, dude. You can do the whole like Donald Trump esque character and be like, I don't want graffiti on my streets. I don't want graffiti on my streets, okay? <laughs> I got people in China and they got graffiti all over their streets and it's tearing them apart. And I don't want that for my country, okay? You can do, you can do that, dude. <laughs> you can definitely do that. Like, I, that would be that would be cool though. And on recent news, there's stories about roller skaters on the streets <laughs> spray painting, adding their graffiti, disguising it as art. I don't think that's art, okay? <laughs> and I'm making it my mission to shut it down. <laughs> no, that would be cool though. And uh, I'm not even gonna lie, thinking about it too. Sega honestly got some goofy stuff out there that they can like make a lot of movies out of. I don't know why they were so focused on Sonic. They got a bunch of other goofy stuff. Because you gotta start with the most known property, man. It's like the fucking Joker movie. It's like I'm sure they want to do a deep dive on like Hush or maybe even like Jason Todd, you know. But they got to start with what people know. So it's like, let's just fucking get this cheap pop and get Joker yeah, in there real quick. I mean, honestly, if, if if Sonic opens up the floodgates for Sega to be like, you know what? Let's make a Jensen Radio movie like this. Or years from now, somebody that actually cares <clears throat> does it. Or somebody does something goofy like, let's make a Space Harrier movie. <clears throat> Go for it. I mean, it's going to be stupid. You know, honestly, I... <laughs> it wouldn't make any sense to be stupid. I just don't watch the space here. I, I don't think I don't think Sega can really bring out anything <clears throat> besides Sonic, dude. Let's be honest. They here. can. They got, I don't think, dude. They, they got a bunch of goofy, like good enough stuff. I mean, Nintendo does, but to be honest with you, like even them is kind of like I kind of don't care. Dude. No, no, dude. Nintendo's got way more than Sega. Besides does. Mario, you okay, got Zelda. We got a Zelda. We can get a good Zelda movie that could either be like. I'm gonna be honest, which we do not need a live action of the movie. It, it, it could be in the style. Honestly, I think people should just start adopting more of this animation. I think there's more movies that should be way more. Yeah. Spider Verse was cool. Yeah. I and go like, with that. If we got something <clears throat> in the style of like, um, what is the newest? Uh, not the what was the remake they just did with Zelda? Link's Awakening. If they did like a Link's uh, Link's Awakening, or even like the anim uh, the animated uh, movie they did in the beginning of that. Mm. Um, like cartoon s like that, or in like a three D like Peanuts style type. Yeah, like movie. That's like definitely Zelda. like that's definitely like Netflix stuff though. Like Zelda, that would be cool. Um, but yeah, dude, that's maybe def- Donkey Kong. No, Jesus Christ. But that's the thing. I don't want to see a donkey. I don't care about Donkey, a donkey. Kong. Already had a show, man. <laughs> we don't talk about that. The only the only thing <laughs> like, like this, look, dude. man, Nintendo has a lot of properties, but there's only a few properties that I think are movie movie worthy. Mario, Zelda. I think you could even get away with Metro. I think they should do a Metroid movie. Oh, you can do a live action instead Metroid. of doing fucking aliens over and over again. Just do Metroid. I think you. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think they know. could swing it with Splatoon. I think Splatoon would be a good. Yeah, kids could, movie yeah that would be cool like you, you want to talk that. about spider-verse like that'd be dope yeah that's true you could do that and i mainly just want nintendo to do that shit so they could finally start making their characters talk because i'm really getting tired of- <laughs> <laughs> you know like sweet english dude no dude no at least they talk though 
They don't talk. They got that weird squid language, dude. Yeah, I want them to talk. I'm tired of Link. Oh, he's. Not, I'm gonna tell you this right now. You might as well give up on uh, Zelda. He is not talking in his movie. He will if they make a movie. No, he won't. He will. I guarantee that. I bet you he will. I guarantee if it is a movie, he will not. Unless it's live action. If they if they make a Zelda movie and they don't make Link talk, you better have a damn good excuse, and you better like just full blown just be like every time he talks, somebody just cuts him off. Everybody else is gonna talk. He's not. It's like what's your name? It's like hey, his name's Link. They're going to do the thing where everybody around him talks pretty much for him. They better not. And he's not going to talk. He's going to play off of everybody. Link's already talked, you know. There was a a cartoon and one of the catchphrases (laughs) that he did, well, excuse me. It's about that that stupid, that really ugly one. Yep. So Nintendo needs to get off their fucking high horse and start making their characters talk. Like, talk, talk. Voices. Anyway, that's it. We're done. We don't went through. I'm back. Shit was longer than usual, but you know what? That's what happens when you get two passionate people that like to talk about cinema. <clears throat> now, let's see, forgot how to close it out. Oh yeah. Uh, questions, suggestions, uh, recommendations, challenges, anything you didn't agree with. Movie Tuesday on Instagram and Twitter. Where are they reaching you at? Uh, Where's my handle? Jesus Christ. I think it's at Jarbaby on Twitter. <clears throat> no, that's like your name. You need the at. Yeah, my Oh, never mind. Yeah, my I thought you were is, like Macho. Yeah, my man, my at on Twitter is at Macho Man Clancy. <clears throat> so follow me on Twitter because I like Twitter and um, Twitter's cool. Yeah. And then, you know, I know I'm late. But that's what happens when you have priorities and shit that actually pays the bills. So if you want this to pay the bills, you got to start telling your peeps, telling your friends, mature people only, please. I don't want to give anybody a heart attack. Uh, you know, rate on iTunes, leave, leave reviews, whether, you, whether they're bad or, or good. You know, I'll take whatever. I'm not picky. And uh, that's it. Close it out. Uh, meow. No, god damn it. The fucking... The <laughs> outro. What is the outro? That was Movie Tuesday. Don't you do that? Yeah, I'm telling you to do it. You're the guest. That was Movie Tuesday, but it could have been better? God damn it. <laughs> that was Movie Tuesday. Now it's just another day. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was this Movie Tuesday that... Good God. I thought you were doing a thing where you're like, that was bad, but it could have been better. That was, that's bad art. <laughs> that is bad art. God damn it. Hey, man, sometimes you just got to fuse your media, you know, bring in, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, bad art. I remember this. <laughs> just another day. Another day till I hit the movies. I hit the movies, then I talk about them. When I talk about them, that's a movie Tuesday. Blockbusters, I'ma check them out. Audi flicks, I'ma hit them up. You got opinions and I got opinions. What they got in common, they don't give a fuck. Alright. Alright. Put these on. It'll help control your voice. Alright. It's very helpful. I gotta make sure that I don't roll bash over. Alright.
Mm-hmm. All right. Worry about the intro song and stuff later. <clears throat> I'm a little rusty here. Uh-huh. So I haven't done this in a while. Now, hello and welcome. Wait a minute. You ready, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright, hello and welcome to Movie Tuesday. It's a podcast on the internet. That... <laughs> I had to get that out. You want to get some water? <laughs> no, I got you jackass. I got plenty right here. <laughs> you bring me some water? Would you like some water? No, I got this. I got this right here. Yeah, that'll help. It did. Yeah. Alright. 